kind of, dare I say, fun and exciting. The woman, the the female woman, the woman <laughs> crab, the female crab skin. You're getting cancelled, man. Yeah. I need to be told to fuck up sometimes. Legendary New South Wales State of Origin coach Brad Fittler. Oh, made a cut. <laughs> Nazis and him. A love story. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing I read this this week, Joel, was uh, what you know that Wade Oscar kind of follow. Um, yep. You know the government, media, and education system have done their job when people go out to protest to keep a ban in place for smoking. Yeah, that's. You do realise you're protesting against your own freedom of choice, pretty much. And when the government you see protesting. See you protesting for the smoking ban. They know they got you right where they want you. Protesting for your own oppression. Let them smoke. You're not protesting for freedom. You're protesting to stay under their thumb. Stockholm Syndrome. Do you know I saw a crazy protest? Yes, well, I thought it was a bit nuts. Was Brian Tamaki and his dudes were doing a pro... This is this is how fucking nuts the world is. Or in New Zealand. Or, they were doing a pro-Israeli haka protest at the... At the Beehive yesterday. We're doing, so as you say, Andrew, we're doing, um, please govern us harder. Um, please yeah. govern us, tax us harder on the smoking front protest. And then next day, Brian Tamaki turns up with, with his um, Kappa Haka group and they're doing a pro-Israeli Haka. I mean, I mean, at this point, how anyone is still engaged thinking, we, we stay engaged with the craziness, but thinking this system's actually a legitimate system, you've got to be out of your mind. Anyway, before we continue, we should do a little introduction, shouldn't we, Tim? Yeah, that lovely, soothing voice you just heard. It's nice was, to have one of them for a change, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it definitely makes a change. It's uh, Andrea Bromley. Welcome, Andrea. Hi. It's lovely. To, it's, lo- it is lo- it's, been a, it's been a while since we had a, um, and it's sorry to offend anyone out there, a female, because I know some people think that there's, you know, but but here at this podcast, we accept everyone, but we mostly think it's, it's males and females, correct, Tim? Uh, yeah, yeah. But we've got a female. <laughs> We're feeling very privileged to finally be it's, it's, here. it's also great to have a, It's great to finally on. have an actual wife on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I had a de facto on here years yeah, you're, ago. Yeah, you're living in sin. And then, yeah, I, am, well, I was told by that guy last week that, basically, I mean, actually, actually, I didn't even tell him I wasn't married because he would have flipped his fucking, he would have flipped his noodle. Yeah, you have strayed so far from the path. Oh, I'm, uh, my flock is, uh, uh, it's, it's a it's a mongrel fest, you know, in my flock. <laughs> but uh, basically we've got Andrea here for a general chit-chat. Just just a quick one. And, but also we need you to be, cause, because Tim and I, um, because Tim and I really, well, we don't really keep up with anything really. No, no, she's my, um, my correspondent for anything New Zealand politics. Yeah. Because I try so, to stay yeah. out of it, yeah. I mean, I, I know a little bit just by way of memes, but we all know that's, <laughs> that's not a very good way to keep. I think a terrible information retainer, though. Terrible. Yeah, well, so like, I can retain information, but I don't keep it. up, and you keep up, so we're probably going to yeah, yeah. figure it out. But here. on the daily, like, I'll get home and she'll be like, right, she'll rattle off. This happened, this happened. And like, yeah, that's perfect. That's all I need. Because all I see is because I suppose I peruse um, some comment sections and I might go onto Twitter occasionally. Just, it just uh, to be expected, the lefty media, which is the majority of the media, they are just, they're, they're, pick, they're, they're, they're really, um, they're, they're really trying to find things when it's at the, so apparent right oh. now what they're doing and what side they are on. Oh, there's no doubt about it. The side who's been paying them for the, the last it's, decade, eh? It's yeah, infuriating. They're freaking out. 
Well, this is the thing I feel like I need to explain. I wish they'd get the memo and stop reading stuff. Is you'll notice little changes, but overall, nothing will change much at all. You know, this is the big thing that they're freaking out. But I mean, New Zealand will just be about the same as it was. Maybe um, there's obviously there's factors, there's economic factors, global economic factors that could come into play, right? That New Zealand doesn't have a lot of control over. But all in all, they try and play. Um, Luxon off as a goober. I saw this video of him singing a song yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. But here's the thing. I was talking to Amy about this earlier. I got bills. Yeah. I have to and people are like, oh my God. But it's like, uh, okay, Chris Hipkins was a fucking goober. Jacindra Dern is a female goober. So essentially what we've got, which people aren't really coming to terms with, we're ruled by goobers, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just clear that. So well, that's the political you, class. Yeah, though. exactly. So why people pick sides and why people don't go, okay, we're just run by goobers, right? So... But at the moment, I'm glad that the previous batch of goobers, the Jacinda Hipkins <laughs> goober class, goober tenorial class, are gone. And now we've got the new goobers in. So how are the new goobers going, Andrea? Apart from Winnie's not really a goober, though. They're just starting. It's day two. Yeah, okay. So it's, it's okay. day two. Oh, mate, people, people are just so <laughs> panicking about shit and they've had two days in goobers. All I see is they're, gonna, they're, 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 they're taking away mouldy rights, which maybe they are. Uh, oh, and, the, and yeah, then the, 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 they're ruining, they're, they're doing something to Siggy. All I see is Siggies. It's like, what? Who, just I mean, don't buy them if you yeah. don't want to smoke like, them. Like, the thing is, is that the lefties want to be governed so hard. It's like, just look, we've got the information on Siggies, right? Mm-hmm. They're not good for you. But occasionally, it's nice to have the odd durry, right? <laughs> Let him smoke. You choose. So, so, so it's day two. It's day two. And yeah. what's the um, what's the general vibe? Well, if you follow the media, yeah, it's not good. Is the is, it, is the house of cards falling? <laughs> no, like no. that's it. If you actually listen to Winston or even David Seymour, I've heard him on the platform, which is oh, yeah. where I get my news from. That's Shawnee. Sean Shawnee P. Love hate relationship with Sean. We'll get to him soon, actually, about that whole whistleblower thing. Yeah, because I've been following that. You have, but the I've Alex. I've been following the Alex Jones side, I've, which is like, wow, Steve Kirsch. Once, like six months ago, I'd be all over that. Yep. Now I just don't have the energy. Or yeah, you the can't. Hey, for it. I just can't consume uh, you, it. You're, all. you're, you're a mum and wife, and and your own human being. You can't. You're not an octopus. And old Lizzie Lizard Gun. So what's happening with Liz? so? Let's go. I've no, I've, I've jump, derailed you. Jumped ahead. Let's yeah. go back to jumped Winnie ahead. and and who else is there? Shane Shane O Jones, Jones Casey Costello. And there's our old another the, the other goober is David Seymour. Another goober. The goober the goober class. Um, but yeah, I listened to them on there, and they're like, no, nothing. It's all fine. They're all getting along. Everyone yep. thought it was going to fall apart with the three coalition partners, but they seem to be all. I think they all seem aligned, and I quite I love the fact it's the three of them. I we think had it's great. Winnie and Jacinda years ago. I mean, yeah. if there's if there's an odd couple, that was it then. I mean, this isn't even odd. This is all right wing people essentially. Yeah, that's not odd. That's that's kind of they're all essentially just, a super party, right? As much as the lefties would hate party. it, yeah, that's what they're hating. But the, the Winnie Jacinda thing back in the day was a weird one because that was like an old right wing dude. With some woke, new, lefty, commie goober. Who needed him yeah. to, just to get into power. And, and at yeah. that time, it was, it was fine, mostly, right? And from what I understand, this is the thir- first three-way okay. coalition. Min- first fucking menage a trois yeah, in, yeah. The, in the beehive. The, Probably the, not the first, though, let's be honest. But and two of them <laughs> the first are, pa- I'm a sure, party one. I'm sure you know? Clark and some of his coke parties oh, in the yeah. beehive, they would have got no good. 
Yeah. Well, half. Oh, hey, great diversity. Is but there any females no, they're in there? still getting called the When whitest, the right wing do diversity, you know. it doesn't count, eh? So if there's um, uh, indigenous New Zealanders and females in this, this coalition, it doesn't count, right? But this it parliament's been, has apparently got the most. Yeah. Diversity, Isn't that but, ironic? That's quite ironic. Still eh? whinging. Oh, yeah. They'll, they, they won't, that's all they know. Yeah, because those ones don't represent them. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're traitors. Yeah, we, we pick and choose. Yeah. Who, who Who's who's diverse? There's diverse, so, and then there's diverse. What I've just listened to this morning is got? probably one of the best maiden speeches from a newcomer. Oh, yeah? Um, doing the rounds now. And I reckon everyone should have a wee listen to this guy's speech. His name is James Meager. Okay. James Meager, National Party. I think it was a list MP. Yep. And he is from Timaru. Ah, Tim, Tim yep. Vegas. And he's part Maori and he grew up in state housing with his single mum, raising three kids, and his speech was fantastic. Okay. Lots of good points in there. Yep. Kind of. About how to sort of. Just be a fucking pull, good person. Pull the society out of its sort of semi quagmire we're in. Yep. I mean, it could be worse. It's worse in other countries, but it's definitely. Uh, we had the crime waves. We had the ram, we had the ram raiding, and the general. Yeah, that's eased off a bit, isn't it? It has probably, mm. maybe because I don't know if the the new guys have. Maybe they just, you know, they talk to the head cops and go, "Yeah, put the black leather gloves back on, boys. Warm up the warm up the batons. Let's crack a few heads." I don't know if that's a conversation they have, but no, it, well, it, it is, does seem like it's died down. Chain mail back out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, let's let's. The um, I I train with a guy. He works in. Corrections, essentially, yep. and like a, is he a screw? Uh, or is he he's screw adjacent. Screw adjacent. Yeah. Um, and so he said that they had handcuffs on them, essentially, with this last government on okay. what they could do in the prisons and around uh, disciplining. Okay. Fucking. The, as they said, the lunatics were running the asylum. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So <laughs> he he was just hoping with the change of government that maybe they would free them up a little bit more to fucking do their job mm. without restriction and not worrying about being too PC. And yeah. It is corrections after all. Yeah. We're supposed to be cor- they're there for a Whether reason. Whether it works or not, I don't know, but they're supposed to be correcting uh, ills of society. If there's somewhere in society to not be woke, yeah. I think it's there. And the, and the military. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But hopefully, I don't know if we have much of a woke military compared to the States maybe. But okay, so who's the old mate from Timo? Mega. I've got a little clip. You can if play you're a clip. Willing to listen to just a little. It's a TikTok one, so it's not the. Oh, uh, hey, those are the clips we like because we know they're 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 they're, 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 they're concise. Me, let me. Uh, Look at this. Andrew's. She's a straight professional, straight out. She's oh, like, no. here's a clip. I got a <laughs> clip. Ready. Pull it up. I know how you guys work. <laughs> Pull it up, Timmy. <laughs> Pull it up, little Tim. Hold on, I'm just gonna get it. Uh, we can. MPs. James Meek has already been branded go. leadership material after delivering a powerful maiden speech during the first day of Parliament. Members opposite do not own Māori. Members opposite do not own the poor. Members opposite do not own the workers. The member for Rangitata revealed in the House he is a part Māori boy raised in a state house in South Timaru by a single parent on the benefit. Some say he might be seen as a walking contradiction, being a member of a conservative party. But he told AM he's driven That's by the crazy important education, Why is it automatic? working hard, have to be being a good liberal. person, and living a decent life. And it is these headline-grabbing qualities that has already seen him being asked about leading the country one day. I'm very happy with the job that I've had for the past two days. I would love to be a minister one day if I got the opportunity. I think that's the way you make a big difference in this world. But I'm perfectly happy doing my job. So it's probably worth remembering the name if this is to be the start of a prosperous political career that some say it is. 
Yeah, he just had really good, slung a few good lines in there at the little oh, totally. which I quite liked. But yeah, his whole way of, I don't know, he, he just seemed like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Some, you know, there's hope for the future if we've got young people well, like this coming is, through. Sorry, they were saying uh, headline grabbing. It's like what? Saying that to, it's wanting a nicer, a nicer society to live in, is, that's... That's essentially his outline, was headline grabbing. Mm. That's just what most New Zealanders want. And because he's the on the blue team, mm-hmm. it's like some sort of like, oh, my God, he's a part Maori from – and he's on the blue. It's like, what sort of fucking magic is this? <laughs> like, there have always been – like, there's no rules on who can be in what party, right? I mean, you know – there can be a, a gay Cambodian in New Zealand first, or they won't. If there's a if there's a gay um, a gay Indian of Indian descent person, they're not going to say, "Sorry, you can't be a national." It could be because there's yeah okay. So so Mega. So we keep an eye out for Mega. Yeah yeah yeah. Seems- I mean, I suppose the pendulum is swinging, and um, I mean. I would just, I, I know that we can't expect this from governments across the board, but I would just prefer to be, um, leave people alone as much as we can and give people the opportunity, there's that word, the opportunity just to, you know, make a decent crust, right? Without the government getting too involved. Isn't that just, mm-hmm. isn't, don't, isn't that what most people want? You know, just yeah, that's why the smoking thing's so bizarre. Like, Let them smoke. Like you said, they, they're, yeah. Oppressing themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, it's funny. Um, Amy was. Um, but I, oh, the, I heard someone call it genocide against Maori the other day as well. Smoking is. Oh, yeah. If oh, we keep fuck. that, if we abolish that legislation, it's genocide. Uh, you can't. When are these that's people, a stretch. That's like <laughs> that is crazy. But a genocide's just it's what going. What sugar? Oh, totally. Let's well, take a look at sugar. The other shall day, we? Um, but Amy, if you're going to touch the cigarettes, you've got to go down the alcohol. But I mean, the thing path. is, banning anything, it won't. Like no. we had prob- alcohol prohibition in the states in the thirty. No, and that the, worked you know, out for them. That, exactly. That was like how they grew. That's how you grow organized crime. You you enlarge and enrich organized crime. Not to say we're going to go and um, fucking legalise methamphetamine at the drop of a hat, obviously. But we should. We, we got should. pseudoephedrine back, though. Oh, do we? Oh, that's who the pseudo's got? coming back. Guess who brought that back in? Uh, Luxo? Nah. Gwinnie. David Seymour. Oh, Gooba Day. Yeah. Shout out to Gooba Day. You get the good stuff again. Because, I mean, guys. at the end of the day. Because everyone in the last, how long has it been since they got rid of uh, it? Early, early to mid-2000s? Yeah. No. Since they got rid of the pseudo? Yeah. When was it? Yeah, it's probably been it's 20 been years. It's been a while. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be pushing. 20. So for twenty years, everyone's had a cold, just a just one of those average colds, yeah. and being like, "Fuck these drugs don't work." Yeah, I, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, it's oh, okay. Hey, amateur, amateur. I spend half my time <laughs> sniffing on the fucking mic, so you know it's all good. We can cut that out. No, we, 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 it's fine. But you know, I remember signing for um, those sort of um, cold draw pills with pseudoethadrine in them. On Columbo Street Pharmacy, probably last time, yeah, 2003, 4, 5, maybe? 2011. Oh, 2011. I knew I was going to say. Sure. But okay, so maybe I remember signing for them. So they started making you sign for them in the mid-2000s, maybe. Yeah. They wanted to know your I name. I remember signing yeah, for it. You yeah, you needed to sign. Which, which, let's be honest, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't over the moon about it because I'm not over the moon about anything like that, but I will, you know, if you want them, and probably, I'll probably just, yeah. I mean, And that's what it should be for any drug. 
100 like, percent yeah. yeah do you know what this does joel um these are the da, 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 da. here's our he, here's our little short education yeah. on, on, on this product and, but yeah. yeah the bands failed to stop meth production <laughs> yeah. so that's the thing you can't really ban you got to educate like I, I we i watched that video about in canada the drug problem in canada because they legalized all the drugs and Canadian cities are just awash with junkies. Whereas they're like, oh, why didn't it turn out like Portugal or Switzerland? Because that's they did it a totally different way in Portugal and Switzerland with education. They just basically... Um, and ha- help. Like, yeah, and help. Uh, yeah. They, d- yeah. they helped these people. They didn't go, here's all the drugs, knock yourselves out. Well, that's obviously not going to work out well. But okay, so, okay, so the pseudo's back. The ciggies are back. The the taxes will hopefully who, who get lowered. Who did the Siggy one? Like, was that a combination of them, or is that David? I think as that well? was Winnie, wasn't it? I don't know. I think it <laughs> might have been Shane Jones for oh, Josie, okay. Shano. Yeah, don't quote me on that one, but yeah. Yeah, I listened to him the other day. I'd never really heard him speak much, but yeah, I mean, he was like a he's a little he's a little gargoyle. They've little been gnome. around for a while. Yeah, know. he was and talking. I'm, to, just, um, I'm just learning all about this politics. He was yeah. talking to you, your, your man, your guy, um, Shawnee P, Shawnee Plunkett. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've, sure. so I've had someone, um, oh, I actually, no. I actually have sponsored my first po- podcast, whatever you want to call it. Yes. I donated a annual subscription to the platform plus. What are they stinging? Because I actually do well, enjoy you, his you, content. You, t- you get I value turn, out of it, right? I do. I get value you out get of value it. Out I turn it off and I just think it's so important that we have alternative media. Even if you don't agree with it, it's no, the other I, side of the yeah, tracks, right? Because yeah, yeah. at the moment it's probably... Fuck the the corporate the media landscape in New Zealand is probably probably about it seems like about eighty percent oh. maybe ninety percent lefty loonies or at least low level lefty loonies mm-hmm. and what is there Sean Plunkett and who's the old mate from Christchurch that does he, but he's but he's not he's more like what's happening in yeah. Christchurch eh like who's he, um who where's the local county fair on this yeah, week he's really shit? good he does you know, you he, know did a, he just did a good interview with our. What's his name? Phil Major, Mayor of Christchurch. Oh, yeah. Trying to get some answers out of him Fuck, about a 15% rate increase. I didn't increase. even know the mayor, the mayor of Christchurch was. Yeah, well, so. he's not doing very well. Isn't anyway, he? No. Is he major, is in the major earth-moving yeah. majors? Yeah. Okay, so this guy, is, he's, he's moving earth, but yeah. he's, it's a different... But he's a major douche. Is yeah. he a major douche? <laughs> yeah. Is he? I don't know too much, but back to Sean Plunkett. Um, 156 for the annual subscription. Fuck. Okay. Fuck, he's doing well, all right. three bucks a week. Okay, th- okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. That's what we, we should... I suppose if you... And if you do it in one hit... Mm. I it, just did it in the one hit. Yeah, you just, just do it in one hit. Yeah. And yeah, I just turn uh, him off when he's being an episode. Cash, cashmere. <laughs> cashmere. But this is, this is a great example of listening to something that you don't agree with all the time. Like she's, pay, she's paying to hear this content because yep. half the time it's good. But the amount she... But he hates you guys. He hates you guys. Oh, totally. He calls us cookers. Yeah, you're absolute cooked. But yeah. no, it's more the Liz Gunn type people that are cookers where they're just... He, he wrote you can't off, have um, a respectful conversation with someone, whereas they're just go, go, go. They're he, on the attack like the Greens are on the he attack. He wrote off know? that <laughs> whistleblower from the thing. and like. But he's pro... Pro, um, I don't think I Israel think he's um, I think he's a bit quick to write that off because um, Jen from The Rock has been sending me videos of like Alex Jones is yeah, Alex Jones is reporting it yeah. and he's having Russell Steve, Brand was reporting it yeah too. it's like it's a big deal but the New Zealand government have come in and gone full authoritarian and tried to lock it all down didn't they arrest the two they've people they've arrested him and they, he's they, potentially going to get seven years they've done something with mega <laughs> upload like all mm. the data was on was put onto a database and they've 
taking control of that. And Steve, is it Steve Kirsch? Mm-hmm. He's yeah, like Bill, a Bill world renowned. He's like MIT, Aussie, Ella. He's a yeah, California guy. He, but he's a super brain. Mm. How can Sh- Sean Plunkett should go, okay, this guy is a brainy dude and he even he's saying he's... he's but then he'd have to admit that he wow. was vaccine injured with his heart attack. But you got to... You he can be, still such a wall up there. So I get, I totally agree. Sometimes I listen to him on YouTube and he says things that I agree with, mm. but then I see him acting like this and I'm like, dude, you are like, we want to be as... Oh, I thought most people would want to be as less have as l- least flaws as possible, but he's got well, this one big gaping flaw, and he's just like fuck it. I mean, I, it's kind of funny to watch because he just he's really he was just write people off. It I mean, I probably do that too. It but. wasn't for the mandates or anything like that. No, he like, was anti that eh? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that's all good. But, but he yeah, was just it's just so funny to listen to him when he goes off on a tangent like that. W- one last about thing it. about political shit. Um, about some uh, Amy had a she texted one of her friends. Um, Amy's got a shout out to them, but she's got a, quite a few, shall I say, and they don't listen, so I don't care. But you know, who cares if they did listen to this? She's got a few I, left. She's none got of a, my friends would listen. No, to exactly. This. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, You can say with hey, school moms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now they've got a reason to listen. They've got a reason to listen now. They'll be like, "Who's that loud guy?" And Tim doesn't say much. And Andrea, you're good. Uh, but so, and uh, Andrea, so Amy was texting one of them, her um, friends from school. Um, lefties, uh, fairly all fairly well off too. Like not like I would say upper middle class. All went to Rangi Ruru, upper middle class. Uh, some of them are nearly upper upper middle class. Like they they've got they, they earn a lot of tin, but they're massive lefties. And Amy texts um, one of these friends about um, because they got multiple properties. Okay, as rich people do, which is fine, great, I love it. Uh, and it was kind of, Amy says something to the effect about the bright line test has been like, I think national's doing something to lessen that down. And the, the response w- wasn't what, uh, Amy was expecting, which was like, oh, cool. Good to know. It was kind of like a left, like, even though they're super wealthy, it was like, um, how bad it is that national done that, even though that freed up these fairly wealthy upper middle class people who are lefties to if they wanted to sell their house and keep the profit which is like the whole reason for doing it right mostly unless you're doing it to house your family which but this is another property this is a second property they weren't that happy about it it's like this is the same with the people protesting what if labor did it though exactly but labor made it it. it's just like Like, once again they're they're like you're saying about the policy for what it is versus who's doing it yeah just 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 ignore the messenger yeah just (laughs) listen to the message yeah just take it like if they're saying okay you're not going to get absolutely spanked with tax when you sell your house now these these wealthy people are grumbling because they are not going to get taxed harder i'm just like what the fuck is wrong with people? Why, why don't they give their money away then? Yeah, that's what I said to Amy. Why? Go are, find, why am why, I? Why am I buying why fucking they, donuts and hot chocolates for the homeless men down the street? Like, 100%. why are they doing it? And I'm telling you, these these people do not have to worry about money. Like, like I mean, I'm not saying I do, but like like week to week, I got to keep going. These people could not go to work for a month, and they'd still have probably hundreds of thousands of dollars in their bank. And I'm thinking, I said to Amy. What I can't understand about, and her friends, don't get me wrong, at a, at a barbecue, I'll have a beer, they're fine. But once you get into the nitty gritty of their psychology, they're massive lefties. But what I don't understand is exactly what you say, Tim. Why aren't these people renting a council flat and not 
you know, why, why, why are they? Um, what? So they're 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 essentially what uh, one of my old mentors, Daz Hansen, uh, explained to me as when I was a young in my early twenties when he was scoring me up on the world. He was you'd call these people uh, champagne socialists. So they 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 have this affinity for like they think they're helping the little man, but they're really not. They're really kind of holding them down, whilst at the same time they're living the high life and thinking they're saving the whales and the trees. But really, but what's the whole political class does that? It's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. But yeah, so that was the other one. So the Brightline test is being. Uh, brought back but the yeah and say with the siggies and the lefties are losing their minds about it. it's like they're making it more prosperous for us the the, the for everyone for everyone and the, and the lefties are not happy about that we don't want to prosper we want to stay tied down it's fucking nuts and what's the living wage thing are adapting i don't know too much about I bring that. that down god yeah so that it's, it's big people are getting paid too much at that level eh? i reckon because it's up to like twenty two seventy or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's outrageous. Fair well, pay agreements. That is that one? Potentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're reversing that, I think, yeah. as well. I, 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 I don't uh, know too much about all that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty hard out. Like I, yeah. I know it might sound harsh to the average lefty, but this is the bottom line: is I guarantee if I could go in time machine and look at me picking up trolleys at Super Valley Greymouth and when I was on about four dollars thirty an hour off the bat. You know, I would have if I could if I could go back in time and put a little drone over me and watch me work. Probably all I was fucking worth, to be <laughs> honest. And this was pre kids having smartphones. Yeah, and that's the argument against minimum wages. Like yeah. there, there shouldn't be a minimum wage because just say I wanted to employ a kid, yep. a young kid, and minimum wage is tw- what is it? Twenty two something. Okay, so twenty. I'm not. I'm not employing a kid for that. No way. And mo- most com- you're never going to take on a fresh out of high school kid of that. But if you could pay them five bucks an hour, yeah, because they're not worth twenty bucks an hour. But if you could pay them five bucks or ten bucks an hour, say ten, yeah, 15. ten, yeah, yes. yeah. But no, sweep Joe, up, clean up, sweep. Yeah, but they will. You will soon. They'll. They'll learn. They'll learn the trade yep. because they've been allowed an opportunity. But if they have, you have to pay them twenty bucks. Yeah. They're going to be unemployed. So like from, no one's going to fucking take on someone who knows nothing about anything. Yeah, and have to train them up at and you're twenty, stuck with them at 20 bucks an hour, and you're stuck with them. Yeah. yeah, you want to see how they go for ten bucks an hour first, and if they show initiative, maybe you could bump them up to fifteen after a couple of months, and then if they a year, and you could be like, hey, hey you're worth, worth the eighteen bucks. bucks. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you making um. This is why I was I was listening to maybe No Agenda or someone talking about it. This is why in America and New Zealand, this is why a Big Mac. Is like um, I don't know what Big Macs are, but let's just say uh, this is why uh, Burger liked that from a joint that yeah you know, McDonald's used to be viewed as kind of cheap shitty food, but now it's shitty expensive food. Like Big Macs aren't supposed to be what ten bucks or whatever they are. The reason they're ten bucks or whatever they are is because they got to pay all these people who really aren't yeah. worth twenty two twenty three dollars an hour, so, so they got to jack the fucking price up. We don't. Don't go there because no, takeaways are so not, fucking expensive. Yeah, even fish and chips. Same with fish and chips. Like yeah. you got to if they. I mean, maybe that. Maybe some of the Asian fish and chip owners. Maybe I mean they have it dialed in because they kind of, which is I'm all for. They employ their kids and yeah, you know, they don't have to worry about this minimum wage bullshit because it's all done in house. But everyone else through the books, man, you got to jack your price up if you if you're paying rummos. Sorry, rummos because there are rummos and rummos need jobs. But they. I, I don't know if um, we can afford to be paying them fucking that money. Sorry, Andrew, what were you going to no. say? Oh, I was just saying, um, from School Mum, who yeah. is a uh, um, list MP for Act. Oh. 
So from, got, from got a little, the from, kids' school, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So yep. she, her kids are in my kids' classes. Yep. So can't wait to actually uh, have a little chat with her about things. But I just oh, like, yeah. her latest post was about the fair pay agreements, yep. and turns out FPAs, no matter how well intended, have a negative impact on business. Totally. Oh, uh, only uh, only a complete like only a died in the wall lefty will think it's an and imagine trying to imagine the outrage when they try to peel some of it back. Imagine saying, hey, guys, sorry, we were paying you $23, $22 an hour, but we're actually... Going back down to 15 Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be a rough ride, but and they will never... They, they won't understand it because they are brainwashed lefties, right? So, and I get there's brainwashed righties too. We know how they... You know, but, yeah, it's just... Mm. The, the the it's if we want to keep a um a standard of living like in any western or whatever country um you know we we just can't have the lefties running a muck tampering with the economy like this but as much as we want to fix the fucking world this is not how you fix it right but you know how we've been upset about shit for the last six years I'm about I'm, I'm about but longer 30, sixty yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry yeah but we've accepted that that's the government that's democracy. But yeah. these guys, yeah, they we, we, cannot we, handle it. They are out protesting already of day yeah. two of government. It so, took the average Kiwi about yeah. how long to protest the lockdown. It was like we're onto a third lockdown before we even people yeah. were out. The well, maybe a second, but but okay. So but they're protesting this new government already and challenging them on all these different policies that they're dropping. Yeah, they've already been in for two days. Yeah, yeah. I reckon um, like, you should down, you should always um, give at least give them six months to a year, right? Because yeah. yeah. that's why it seemed organised. It seemed like ah. Oh, Okay, they're not really reacting to what the government has done. Yeah. It was like, the, we're going to, it seemed like it was organised just to protest as soon as they take power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. then we'll just make it up, whatever it is. We'll, <laughs> we'll pretend we're angry at something. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Because, like you say, they've only been in for two days and they haven't really done anything. Haven't just, these people got other things to do? They've made like, noise about repelling a few things, but they haven't actually done watching shit. Watching Chloe Schwarbeck's face, and I saw a couple of pictures of her and her facials, and her. she's just disgusted. She's just... Poor thing. I feel very sorry for her. Oh, these idealistic <laughs> young greenies. Oh, yeah. God. Who sent me a – fuck, someone sent me a really um, – But, yeah, shout out to school mum Laura for ACT, who oh, yeah? um, just had enough and just wanted to get in. She said she aligns about – you know, she doesn't align with everything ACT stands for, but she said um, she just wanted to give it a go and uh, yep. make some change. So, well, I mean – Yeah, I'm proud of her for I'll see if I can find and, this clip you know, of this. Um, it's I can sit here and rant all I like, but I ain't going to get out there and do anything about it. Oh, here we go. This is – um. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it, it's weird. Because I think they're all scumbags, but it takes a special person to think, oh, fuck, maybe I could actually help. So maybe they're, they're not yeah. all complete scumbags, like someone like no, her, where she's just like, she oh wants. man, I just I think I can make a difference. Chloe. She's not a clear, no, nah, Laura, no. she's not Laura, a career school mum. Yeah, she's yeah. only hoping to do like two terms. She's not a career politician at well, that's all. That's what you kind of want. Yeah. That's who you want. And that's yeah. why uh, term limits should yeah. be applied to all positions mm. in government. Yeah, like Jerry Brownlee being in Parliament for that long has got to be having an adverse effect on the, on the security of that. The, yeah, the, you're right. We wouldn't have one either. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Brownlee, Jerry Brownlee being now. in that building has probably taken years off the structural integrity of any building he's in. <laughs> so he should be on the on the earth. Just He should be living in a teepee. So the earth can carry his weight. The big so fat he's Jerry. Speaker of the House now, right? The big fat Jerry. Yeah, yeah well, I don't, I don't know much about him. Perfect for him because he was Mitz's school teacher at um, St. Bede's. Mm -hmm. And he apparently has like a, he, Mitz will do a great Jerry Brownlee impression, but when they used to do school choir, they'd sing their religious brainwashing songs. Jerry would be like, 
Oh, like a baritone above everyone. So he's perfect for the Speaker of the House. Can yeah. I just play you the Greeny clip? Someone sent me this. It was fucking funny. Listen to this. Come on. I felt disillusioned and let down by the two major parties. That's why I voted Greens. I'm an inner city trendy who's never had to deal with real issues like drought, transport, or having to run your own business. That's why I voted Greens. I'm trying to get into the pants of this hot hippie girl who's into dolphins and shit. <laughs> That's why I voted Greens. <laughs> I'm a cool hipster from Melbourne who always goes against the Greens to look alternative. That's why I voted Greens. <laughs> I was just stoned on election day. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the gamut, eh? Is that uh, this guys want to guys want to get? And I, I actually know people like this. That there was like some hippie chick, and they wanted to get with the hippie chick. They would vote Greens. Old stoners, young stoners, they would vote. Because you just didn't know any better. You just thought Green, it's just, it's the ultimate fucking political propaganda. Green, <clears throat> you associate with, oh. Well, the environment. Everything's, everything green is good, right? Like yeah. trees are green. Um, shrubs are green. Shrubs aren't bad. Nature. Up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so funny how they've um, put a, done the number on everyone. And, you That's... know, I mean, it is so funny how they've whittled it down literally to like red green, blue, and the occasional yellow. It's like, this is how fucking simplistic they've made it, to the point where people will spend all their day fighting with each other on over Twitter. <laughs> over lowering the prices, lowering the tax on ciggies, and um, letting you take more of the profit from selling your property, which you've spent your whole life working for, and people still want the laws that let you get less profit. I mean, that is... The ultimate fucking cognitive dissonance. Or well, not the ultimate, but one of them, right? It's fucking nuts. Anyway. And Greens are not happy, all the woke people who follow them, uh, about re the removing of the gender ideology legislation <laughs> from schools. Wow. But to be fair, like it was a bit broad. Some schools interpret it one way. Some were pretty normal about it. Our school, I looked yeah. at our... When they sent through the... Um, whatever information I had a good read and it was pretty neutral at our school and we yep. went to the puberty talk and it was fine but it's that next step into intermediate when we get there yeah that's where I had little concerns but again we're just gonna unschool them but yeah so they're yeah. all up in arms about that yep. and that we're taking a big step backwards with inclusivity um, I mean, which like most people I mean, are inclusive. Don't, we we just, don't, don't you just teach the kids to include? Like, but, but the thing is, you'll never, you'll never get them to include everyone because that's just the nature of. You'll never get that out of kids. Like, I never had to deal with, um, like, uh, but I witnessed it was when some new kid would come to school, right? And that looked like a rough deal because kids are kids. They're they're very. Um, I mean, we've all most of us have kids. You you kind of see how your kids are, and uh, as much as you love them, they're all pretty. Um, they're a self. My kids love bunch. it when new kids come to school. They they jump on the new kids. Well, that's yeah. Some some new kids come off okay, but I'm just trying to think of examples where because it's hard from Greymouth because we never we never had any pink-haired trans kids coming to Grey High because no, no, basically <laughs> they didn't exist then. <laughs> they really, really, really didn't. You know, they just did not exist. So it's hard for us to get a gauge. But I know that um, it's hard for... It's hard for some kids, yes. But you've to a degree, you've got to... Um, you've got to be able to... Uh, not everyone's going to make it, and that is very sad, but you've got to be able to um, deal with... Like I've I, I was I I was bullied a little bit, not a huge amount, but I was bullied. You got to build a little bit I, of resilience. I'd, I'd been left out of things, and Mum probably 
Um, bought, bought me, yeah, she certainly didn't molly coddle me, but she probably maybe bought me a lemonade popsicle on the way home for about 40 cents and just, and, and didn't counsel me at all because mum basically, parents really didn't counsel you and you didn't really ask for help. She would just buy me a lemonade popsicle and you'd, you'd suck on that the whole way home and you'd forget about it and then you'd probably go and play with, play with your toys when you got home, right? But now kids are so fucking, you know, and it's... I don't know. I don't know if you can attribute a fault. And but you just, it's not you just even keep about up going up to the pyramid. You'd eventually end at the Rockefellers or the Weft, right? <laughs> that, that's how far you'd keep going. But it's not about inclusivity. That's just a given. Like just tolerate yeah. everybody. But yeah. it was the the gender ideology that they're teaching in some schools. Yeah. You know, programming brainwashing. These you just kids. don't don't push. You just and not telling the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just don't push it. Deal with each situation. Like as if it comes. someone feels like they're a ferret. Okay, if you really feel like you're a ferret, but the the ferret kid, there has to be a bit of onus for that kid to not want to be treated in a special way. Like yeah. if you want to be a ferret, fine, dress up as a ferret, but you you need to explain to that kid, look, you know, it's fine to be a ferret, but understand that if you are going to act like a ferret, people, not everyone's going to treat you like a ferret. Yeah, not everyone's <laughs> going to go for this. Okay. And that should a, be a blanket, like just to have a blanket rule for all the schools is, is stupid because 99% of the schools may never get a ferret even come near their school. No. Um, but they're sort of pushing all the shit on kids that may never even have to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Most or, of us won't have to deal with it. Like, our, you know, like a the kids' school seems pretty normal and, you know. For a decile 10 in Christchurch. Yeah, there's not much fucking going oh. on. And, yeah, I don't know. So seems- explain, well, I think I've asked this before. Explain, this is how dumb I am in certain aspects. Explain decile. Is it like DEFCON in the US military? Is the. <laughs> it's your socioeconomic. So area, is 10, isn't it? Like, is 10 the highest? Yeah. Yep. So that means you get. So I understand that, but that means. So they the highest, but you get the least least we money. We get the least funding so from the, the government, so they presume we've all got the same. I was just like, we don't have a decile 10 bank account, so. No. What is a decile 10 bank? I reckon if we're just doing decile bank I accounts. I, school I reckon I'm a decile five or, I reckon I'm a decile six bank account, eh? Yeah. I reckon I'm a decile six. What, yeah, was, what, six. what was Greymouth High School? Uh, I'd say just off the bat, Greymouth High School would be a decile five. We or six, way? probably about suited me. Grey high suited me as a, as a, as a. Um... I'm going lower. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I think we're lower. I'm, I'm going really three. Lower. Whoa! Shots fired. <laughs> Grey high decile three. I don't, I don't know exactly how that. Do you know? I, I, I did that. a quote this morning for. Do you want to know? Do you want to know? What did you say? Three. Three. What did you say? Uh, I said five or we're six. Four. Uh, okay, we're right in the middle. Well, there you go, Tim. Yep. I actually did a quote today for a former Greymouth High School teacher. Lovely lady, won't say her name. Lovely lady, um, I don't think I had her. Shout out Garrick's mum. Yeah, did you? Did she teach you? We've talked about this before. I think. Did she teach you? What's her? No, I don't. I don't even remember her as a Who? teacher. What'd she teach? Uh, I don't know if it was. It's either English or. Well, I know this is two opposite ends. Well, not opposite, but it may have been English or maths. Uh, don't think it was maths. Actually, it may have been English. I, I think I had beetroot balls. I had beetroot balls. So, um, Mr. Chapman. I've done. Oh, Chapman. Okay. Are you out? You've well, done. I need to put stop. So yeah, yeah, I get a bit like that. All I've had today is um, I've, had two I've been starting my day. My most recent thing I've for the last couple of months is I get up and it's it's just I have a smoothie, I have a bone broth, I have this chlorophyll. It's just like this green stuff that I put in water, and then I have a chlorophyll, coffee. Isn't that what you fucking? 
no, drug you're, people. You're thinking chloroform. Oh, sorry. It's like this green <laughs> shit. It's this green stuff that's like the you know like there's like a. Amy bought it from when she got her health post supplements. It was kind of like this thing that they just try this, and it's like okay, it's like a health supplement thing, and it's like. So I put two capfuls in some water. It tastes like spearmint. It's like nothing, right? But it's but it tastes like spearmint. But it's like it's like what's in veggies, right? So I have that because we've got it there. So I might as well use it. Like I say, a smoothie, a bone broth, and a coffee. And by an hour and a half after that, biggest piss ever. <laughs> and then I have this this secondary piss, which is yes, oh, I know what you mean. And then yep. I've had another coffee since yep. then, so it's just, um, it's piss city. Mm. Um, so I feel your pain. <laughs> but um, Andrea, um, first up uh, first up pod, I think you did very well. Just a little, um, little teaser. I'll come back in. If you want to have a woman chat. Oh, hey, look, about. we need more woman chat on here because yeah, yeah. it gets a little bit boysy. Oh, yeah. No, we um, need to talk about. Um, what do we want to talk about? About uh, Fanny Docks. Oh yeah, and just yeah, your uh, did Andrea weigh in on that? No, because we had she a few, hasn't yet. We yeah. had a few females weighed in, and I kept the. This is the only thing with you is I've you only ever seen a female. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. That's all we need to know. So you're a female fanny dog. Yeah. Okay, okay. There so we go. That, that would it's one vote. In the, yeah. I would never see. Okay. What, what what was the vote there? Um, it was split. Yeah, it, it was split. split. Yeah. So Andrea could a, a be. A few the, people were like, could... oh, a man knows his way around there a bit better, <sighs> no. and he might be faster and 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 quicker. And we who knows? were because we, we and were... I'm like I'm like guys who do that job are fucking creeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even if you're a doctor, you're still a. But creep. then someone on the other side had a good point. It may have been I won't say who it was because we're keeping them anonymous. But there was a point on the opposite, which may have been what you said first, which was they know their way around, but you can't know your way around better than a woman, can you? It's like woman. Well, the thing is, though, you don't know what it feels like. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you no. might be able to see it better. And you might have had a, you might have had a bit of a rake around in there. Yeah, but that doesn't position. really mean you know that much yeah. about it. No, no. And I probably still don't know much about it. But I, yeah, and he, even if they're fantastic at it and they're the best at it, they're still creeps. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I yeah. We 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 but never. Anatomy's anatomy. Body parts, body part. They just look at it as like you're looking in an ear. There is that. There is For that. them, they're just robotic. Maybe it's us. Them. Maybe we. Maybe we. Maybe we're projecting, projecting how we our would creepiness, be. Yeah. <laughs> well, not our creepiness, but it, it makes us feel a bit like, why would you do that? Because we, you're used to fucking whacking up framing, and I'm used to like rolling walls. Yeah. And fiddling around, and well, not fiddling around, but that sounded terrible. Having a look around, that just seems so foreign to us. But hey, like you say, someone's got to do it, and they probably just look at it like. Um, you know, um, yeah, like an ear or a mouth. You know, because I suppose, um, yeah, I mean, there's people that like would s- s- just just look in gobs. I'm oh, actually going to. Okay, so out. Uh, Andrea, great to see you. I'm actually going to go and do some work because it is 11:30 on a Friday afternoon, and yeah, it doesn't appear that you two are. So. We're at, we're in early. We're about to about to work soon. Yeah, Nature's yeah. calling. Yeah, Andrea, I'll, I'll be back sometime. Thank you so for coming. Chats so that's not. Uh, hey, pol- you know what? Yeah, just my... start a start a um start a start a show notes on your phone, right. and we can do a every month. We can do a uh, Andrea's ra- uh, political wrap up corner. Oh yeah, you know. No pressure. I need to get better at keeping facts, though. Uh, just take, just take, um, just take, uh, like bullet points. Yeah. Anyway, you better yeah. go. All right, peace out. I might even have to do a wee <laughs> soon. I think. Oh, maybe. stop it then. Go. Go. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Can I piss in the daylight? Is, yeah, of course. Usually, then. I piss in the night. <laughs> yeah, usually I piss. In, I piss in the moonlight usually. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a second. Right, we've lost uh, both our political correspondents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just to a, to a toilet break. Andrew's being civil and she's going inside. Joel's just done an Indiana Jones roll 
under the garage door, and now he's going to piss in our garden in uh, broad daylight where the kids usually piss. But anyway, it is, like Andrew said, it is 11.30 on a Friday. Um, lovely sunny day, Kashmir. Joel happened to be in town. I messaged him. Do you think you could uh, pod this morning so we don't have to stay up so late at night? And he responded within a couple of minutes and was like, uh, I'm on my way. So that was it. He's here. He's here. He's, here. he's, he's pissed. He's refreshed. He's back. I'm here. Take it away. I'm here. I'm queer. And should we leave the door up? And you're a beer. <clears throat> I am. I would be. If, yeah, I would be kind of in the beer category. I definitely got that beer vibe. Um, let's have a look here. Let's look at the show notes. I've got a. I've got a bit. I got mostly funny. Mostly. Well, I think it's funny. Uh, where are we? Patreon. Show notes. Um. Oh yeah. Put the headphones on. Them back on. Here. Don the headphones. Yeah. So you've listened to the last episode. Listen that, back. It's up, it's up. Oh, is it up? Okay, uh, and it's clear. Yeah, it's so it was just that. It was that mic cable. Yeah. Okay. Which oh I no! Here we go. Out. Yeah. Um, I tried really hard. Then, um, I think I even let you talk for more than a minute. Yeah, well, this is outrageous. Because I was on my best behaviour because Andrea was here, and I thought, okay, do not talk over Andrea. And then I was like, well, while I'm at it, I might as well talk let Tim her. talk. <laughs> I might as well let Tim talk too. Uh, oh, this is fucking outrageous. <laughs> So, um, what do we got? Uh, hey, look, um, uh, Patreon, Patreon, get on it. Still haven't had to buy me a coffee yet. The link is in. The link is on the Instagram. That's the cheapest one to go for. You can do like a one-off payment, five dollars. Uh, ratings and reviews. Haven't had one for a while. It's fine. I know you guys are busy. Um, oh, now, did we tackle the um, Spotify? Did you tell me about the spot? Because I, in my typical warped, cooked brain, was assuming, I was never 100%, but I was assuming that Spotify had a problem with us. Did you inform me what the issue was after we recorded the last podcast? No, during. Oh, so that is on the that is on the episode that's out. Yeah. Because I saw they're up now. Yeah. So I had delusions of grandeur. I am fully aware that there are people in the world that would love nothing more than to be censored, so it adds to their credibility. I am not really falling into that category, but I just get, I just, um, I just jump to conclusions like every other mere mortal. But Tim has made it a what a MP3. Yeah, it was just the wrong file format, so it couldn't be MP4. Yeah, like Jeez, and all the we'd all be the, fucked if I was organising this. All shit. of the other platforms except MP4, yep. Spotify exclusively accept MP3s. Uh, low quality, bruh. <laughs> so hey, that was it. But I was I was really hoping that that wasn't the case. That yeah, same. But I was actually sad. I was like, this is. I, I was thinking this is fucking stupid. Like if they can't handle that. Yeah. Then a, del- a delusion this whole of grandeur. A fucking waste of time. On my behalf, I, yeah. I, I, am glad we're back. Got me thinking. I'm glad it's there was. Just I'm glad a simple we're back yeah. um, on Spottos. In fact, we were never gone. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so Tim, uh, what have I got here? Uh, I've got some interesting show notes. The first one was when I wrote down after we had a maybe a text in the last seven days was. Uh, Vegan sausages at Bunnings. Yeah. What happened? So, yeah, Bunnings. What normal? day is what? What day of the week? Saturday. That's fucking outrageous on a Saturday. Yeah. That's your money making day. Yeah. 
So, so, so have they had um, lips and arseholes prior, and they were just down to vegan? No, or vegan all day, exclusive all day. VAD. Yep. Outrageous. So I so Bunnings, I roll through. Which one? Uh, Tower Junction. Oh, the one that there was that Karen got you that time. <laughs> Fuck bitch. Tower Junction. I hey, still fucked. see here every now and then. But anyway, so Tower Junction, Bunnings, <laughs> roll through, looking for a few things. Don't end up buying anything. And I almost went to the calf. I was like, nah, fuck, I'll go a sausage on the way out. Because I was feeling more meaty as opposed to... Quick and dirty, uh, they call it. Quick and dirty. Yep. So, And I almost forgot about it. I walked to the car. I turned around and glanced and saw that uh, the sausages were there. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'll grab some coins. Grab some coins out of the ashtray. It should be a coin tray now. Yep. Well, according last time the you, Labor government Labor would love government it to be a coin, coin, coin tray. tray. Yep. yep. So I went to the coin tray, uh-huh. got my cash, and uh, went over, and like I saw the little vegan sausage, the sort of you know description of what was what was available. I thought, oh, okay, 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 interesting, interesting. Set, but I'll bypass that. And I'll just go to the you know go to the real deal. Yeah. And the then lip, I look the over the ass. I look over the grill, and I'm like, ooh, the all. Strange looking fucking soy. soy soy sauce, skinny soy sauce. That's what no, you get. Yeah, that's what you get if you that you. I do would have been happy sauce. to have have a, a pre cooked fucking lips and asshole. You want a wiener? Yeah. Um. And then I've yeah figured out that no, it's exclusively vegan sausages on a Saturday fucking morning at Bunnings. Ouch. And I just uh, what next? Gluten free loaf? This is outrageous. Oh, it probably was. Yeah, the bread was probably fucking yeah. So I just I just looked at the sign. Stared at the lady, turned and walked away, and that was it. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Like, I hope vegan sausage, gluten free bread, and trade aid tomato sauce. What if next? it was free, I wouldn't have one. <clears throat> no, I'd probably just get home and have a fucking mouse trap or something. Eh? Oh. What is that? Oh, it's a. What have we got? It's a wasp. Oh no! Oh it's no! It's a, a dirty, dirty old blowfly. Yeah. yeah, it's a dirty old blowy. Um. So okay. So yeah, that's a bit. Look to, on a Saturday. Oh, cut me that, deep. That's like just can be. I'm all look. I'm not anti. I'm not anti vegan sausage. Okay, you shouldn't be. You know that's an outrageous position. But just have a separate little mini grill for those. I think. Can we just? Can we just do that? Yeah. I mean. Well, anyway. no. I'm. I'm fine with the whole thing. Yeah. Um. But no. But you. Are you I'm not fine with exclusive vegan sauce. Well, was there a sign for lips and assholes? No. 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 Who, uh, which um, which fucking uh, which organization was running this? I don't even know. I was so I was so sort of Fuck, taken who aback would be, by would it be the, uh, the exclusive veganist, the Limwood LGBTQ Council or something, uh, the, the Littleton. No, nah, it might probably be Littleton. something to do with um, I don't know some animal activist group. Ah, uh, uh, perfect. Yeah, L- the Littleton Animal Activist Group. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, lag. They, they, they got, lag. <laughs> lag got out of Littleton. For Littleton the Animal Activist and Group brought their lag. bullshit to the city. Lag. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you they didn't make a ton of. I uh, uh, bet they. I suppose, but I get it. Like it would be a little bit hypocritical if they were slinging lips and assholes. But I think they would have tricked a few people because it wasn't. It wasn't sort of. They're trying to. They're it was trying appa- to turn. It was them. apparent that it was vegan sausages, but I think you could get someone just to roll up and pay the two fifty and not really well, realize what from, was going on. From what I saw at Una Bakery before, which you had mentioned in the past, on the entry only door, it was all go at Una before. From what I, I got in the queue, I got the uh, pinwheel and a couple of flat whites, and then I 
as you would in a, any normal person who knows how to queue, I then went over to the other side of the cafe where you wait for your coffee and opened the door for a couple of people. And in the meantime, I'm watching the gaggle of people at the checkout who have just come in the entry-only door, like guys and, you know, like earth mover dudes coming in in their big boots and looking around like so confused and then going directly through the crowd back out the entry-only door. And I'm sure those guys would accidentally just probably buy a vegan sausage because it tells me that, regardless, these cunts do not know how to read a basic sign. Like, no. entry only or vegan sausage. They just go, Everyone's sausage! Autopilot it. It's fucking bizarre, man. Yeah, I mean, look, I, 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 I'm not claiming to be Einstein, but it's, this is basic shit. Um, now, uh, into some more sad news. Um, we lost a bunny, one of our beautiful little lot bunnies on Sunday. Uh, I was working and I had to go to Darfield to finish off the skirtings in the new build. And I got up and as any uh, animal owner would know, if you have a um, pet owner, if your pet is somewhat or very off colour, you'll notice it the moment you... So I went out to give poor little Sapphire some... um, some, she, she a stripper bunny? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that was their names when we got them, right? Sapphire's white and um, Saffron's With brown. big ass. With a big old butt. Um, but yeah, they were the names. When we got them as little kits, as little baby bunnies, That was they were already named. But I went over there to feed her some pellets and maybe some greens or whatever, and I just, Sapphire was the one who was more skittery and would basically, you know, they're pretty active typically. She's seven over seven years old. She was, she's dead now, but, R.O.P., um, but she just wasn't herself. She was just sitting there. Even when I was standing right over her, she wasn't moving, and I was like, oh, fuck it. All that was moving was her wee nose, you know, his little nose, yep. And I went inside and I said to Amy, I was like, and I was just about to leave for work. Sunday morning, I said, Amy, I said, I don't think fucking Sapphire is too good. And she went and had a look, and I then I left a bit worried. Amy was a bit upset because she, she was pretty fucked. I could just tell. But then Amy had did a bit more digging, and turns out Amy kind of rolled her over, and she had, like, fucking fly strike, which means she had, like, maggots. Like the flies get mm, yum, yeah, and we'd lit, we had just um had both bunnies in the vet like three or so many few several weeks ago, um getting a bit of a trim up and a bit of a claw trim and a bit of a butt shave and all that jazz and they had a little bit of build up but obviously due to it being summer and but anyway in that time you know Amy was upset I wasn't there I was around, I was on South Air Road slash Wymac Gorge area I rang her again I was like how's she going she's like not good I was like look um she's like you're gonna have to shoot her when you get home and I'm just like ah oh, fuck I don't look call me a fucking baby but shooting my own pet is look they're shooting a fucking possum or a bunny or whatever I don't it it I don't feel much. I'm a little bit like, ah, you poor little cunt. And then I grab it by the ears and throw it into the creek yep. or whatever. But I, I really wasn't, you know, Sunday morning, you just, you know how it is. These things just, you've had pets die. It can be fine. And then all of a sudden you're being asked to shoot the thing. So I said, look, I won't be I won't be home till mid-arvo at this rate. Can you call the vet? Calls the vet. And they're like, look, uh, or she even gets an automated message or something. Sunday, they there's a hierarchy, an obvious one. 
the the vet will only do call outs for horses, cats, and dogs. Bunnies don't make the cut. So Amy's like, well, and I, and and she was suffering, and so Amy's upset. And I'm just like, fuck. She's like, am I going to have to call Chris? And I'm like, fuck. I think you might. So poor old Amy had to fucking pack poor wee Sapphire up in the cage. And that was it. Run, Chris. He said, right, carry her down to the end of the fucking poplar shelter belt and just leave her there. And he'll come down and do the business. And I said to Amy, like, she put her on some cupboard. I was like, I see something about, I mean, this was just my understanding of dead things as we, you know, when you, anyone, humans die, we, you know, they pull the blanket over them or they put them in a body bag or you put something over them, but. She just plonked her down there, and she beside Amy is, you know, at this point she's, you know, emotion not doing well. I wouldn't have been doing well. I didn't cry, but I was very upset in my own guy way, whichever yeah. that is. You know, like I, I want to cry, Tim, but I just I couldn't. But I, I tell you what, it really did a number on me. Anyway, so Chris come down and did that, and then Amy went down and fucking got her. And, and brought her back and put her... Had to, cause, what did he do with? I'm not too sure, but I'll get to the horrific bit, which I hope... I mean, I mean, Eva, Eva wasn't here. The, Eva was at Grandad's that night. So Eva, so luckily Eva wasn't there, but we, Amy went and got her once he'd done... Once he'd shot her. And this is a bit... It gives me fuck. It makes me feel fucking... I don't know. You know, it's a... You know, some... I, I get it. People are like, Joel, it's a bunny. But it's like, well... Is my bunny? Is my cute little lot bunny? My little, my little stripper bunny. So what Amy wasn't fucking ready for, and what I is still traumatizing me a small amount. Just talking about this was um, like the eyes. So whatever, uh, he probably shot it with a twenty-two. I'm not too sure. I mean, a shotgun's overkill, right? For, yeah, yeah. For, so, for a non-moving, non-moving target. He's a hunter with high-powered rifles. I mean, obviously. So I'm assuming. Let's just say it's a twenty-two, but. So Amy went and got her, hit her around the back of the shipping container for when Eva come home, and we just, yeah, we were like, okay, we'll tell Eva later on in the day once we've dealt with it. So I got so when I spoke to Amy, she's saying that she, I said, oh, did you cover her up for when she was dead? And Amy's like, no, and also her eyes are like bulging out of her head from when she was shot, just from the fucking velocity, the pressure, and whatever, you know, obviously, uh, momentum of the of the bullet, but. Um, so yeah, even I, I come home from work and I was like, right, without even going inside, I just was like, okay, where is she? Amy went and bought her this sort of like a, a box from the $2 shop and I got the box and of course I was like, uh, that's a decent sized box. But in my head at work, I was thinking by the time I get home, she's going to be full rigged. She's going to be rigged mortised up. And she was. So she's in her cage, straight, not curled up, but straight. Fucking the eyes are bulging out to a degree that's like, I wish I'd never have seen it. I wish I'd never seen it. I just wish she was covered in a, a little blankie, and I never got that. I never had to, that was the last time I saw Sapphire was not just bulging out, like her eyes were blowing out of her head. Fucking horrible. And um, so I got the box, and I, I had to go back to Amy and was like, that ain't going to do it. So we had to get this. So we blew a couple of bucks on a box. 
Uh, and you then, couldn't couldn't fold the rabbit in there. Nah, I tried. I was like trying to, f- and I was like, I said, David, I was like, look, this is a fucking nightmare, man. I I've just seen her bulging eyes. I had to throw a tea towel over her head, and I'm tr- and she's rigged out. So uh, Amy found me another old box I keep for like um you know putting down when I do a no dig garden. Just you know I'm always uh, I'll tell you what th- I'm always in the market for a pallet. Any pallets? Not too many. We don't have too many pallets. We don't look like hoarders. A cub, a flattened, good quality cardboard box. Tim always in the market. Always tell Amy when she's out soon, mate. Always pick up five or six boxes just so I've got them on hand. So we made one of those up. We were just trying to make it nice, but instead we just buried it in like a Mexicano corn chip box. So I put her in that. What flavor? Uh, well, I don't know. We For our nachos at home, we usually just use natural or lightly salted. But if I'm going to go crazy with a bit of MSG, I go the tasty cheese. Oh, yeah. The, there's yeah, another talking. cheese. There's another cheese in Mexicano, but it's the shit cheese. Like, it's the, it's the, there's two, I don't know why they do two different cheeses, but the tasty cheese is the one. Okay. Anyway, so I figured out a nice spot in the section. Oh, another thing. At work that day, for for me to mourn without crying but being sad, I there was no one on site. Uh, the homeowners who are nearly moving in, they'll be moving in next. I think the carpet was going down yesterday. That's why, hence why I had to get the last of the skirtings finished. There was no one there at all on Sunday. Uh, so I kind of got all the shit prepped up and first coat on and I was looking around the garage and I'm like, ah, here's a couple of bits of skirting off cut. So I was like, Probably make a cross out of that. And I had white paint out. So I found some old screws and I screwed this cross together with a couple of bits of 65mm skirt. Filled the holes, left it. It was real hot on Sunday. It was like fucking 24, 25 degrees. So I, I made this cross and I painted it up. So I was like, ah, oh, that, that, that helped me. So brought that home. Dug this fucking pretty big fucking hole. I had to get my, um. I've just brought uh, bought a, I think it's called a, is it a Matic? It's like a, um, a mattock is like a type of digging pick. It's like a pick, but instead of having a sharp end or a pointy end, it's like a flat. Like a blade sort of. Yeah, like yeah. a blade pick. Does it have a pick on one end and a blade on it the does, other? It does, yeah. yeah. I think it's called a mattock. I've, I've just bought one of those, uh, and I tell you what, it is fucking, it's good for. For your ground out there, man. Yeah, man, because I'll tell you what, that ground is fucking hard out there, man. Like, yeah. You know, it doesn't stay soft for long out there. Like the winter, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I don't know what the moisture levels are, but they're fucking the ground's pretty hard. So I dug uh, sapphire. Tell me, fuck, I had to dig and dig and dig and dig. Probably wasn't even as deep as I would have liked it, but good enough. So yeah, so buried her, got it all done. I even got a little vase, and I even made a little floral arrangement. This is how I deal with things. Can't cry. So. We did that, uh, and then the horrific bit was, um, it was, at this point, it was fucking dinner, t- it was about 5.30, and, uh, you know, Eva was playing fucking some video game with her friends, and she was coming to the end of that window of video games for the day, and I was just like, ah, fuck, so uh, she was in the lounge, and it was it was terrible, because she was really... So she knows nothing yet? No, at this point. No, and this is why I hope she, wow, she's probably never going to listen to these, but if she does, at least it'll be when she's older, because she knows none of the gory details, and why would you, you know? We, I just told her, when we did tell her, which was coming up, she was like, she, the weird thing was, 
Amy was sitting there on the couch and I was sitting on the other side. But she was like, Eva was hopping around. She was she was happy. And I was like, oh, this feels real weird. And I was looking at Amy and Amy is, bless her, she's not so great in these situations because she's, she's doing the... And Eva's like, what's wrong with mum? And I'm like, ah, fuck. And I'm like, ah... And that's when I was like, oh, so Eva, um, this morning, and this is where it all, so this morning, I went out to feed the bunnies, and she's like, are they dead? And I'm like, but she said that not upset, she's like, are they dead? And I was like, Saffron's, uh, Sapphire's dead. And then she just balls her fucking eyes out, because it was like, she kind of preempted. Yeah, the way you delivered yeah, it. Yeah, the way I delivered yeah, it, which yeah. was all day I was thinking, how, there's no real good way to deliver this. Like, no, there's you, not. you've got to say so. And as soon as you're like, we need, I wasn't like, hey, Eva, we need to talk. Because everyone knows what that, yeah, it's this is going to be bad, right? So, but Eva was pretty, you know, sh the initial shock um, was five minutes and we were. <laughs> Amy was the one that, Amy was doing it tough All day oh, Poor Amy Yeah she had to deal with most of it though and To well, be fair well, and, and Amy had to deal with most yeah, of it Yeah well, she's dealing with most of it And she's dealing with The anticipation of How Eva's going to Yeah 100% well. Yeah Yeah whereas Yeah so So but that's why I wanted to have it Who buried uh, The cross in the ground The flowers In the vase And I took Eva out And we looked at it for a minute She had another little cry and then we went back inside and I gave her a frozen yogurt ice block and then we watched Harry Potter and I was like, eh, job done. But they, they'd done their grieving, but then I just would stand in the window and just like, I was like, you know, the sad Pablo meme. Yeah. That was me all Sunday. Oh, no. And I'd go and I'd stand over the grave and I'd just stare at it. And even when I walk past it now, I'm just like, all I think of is the bulging eyes, mate. It's, it's fucked. Like I said to Amy, if at all possible, like so, Saffron's left, right? And we, she's never she. They're sisters, literally, not figuratively, Tim. Literally, so we after that to even to deal with it, uh, help us deal with it that night too. We paused Harry, and we were like, right, we really need to. We can't have fucking this happening again. This fly strike shit is brutal. So we got Saffron, and we we spent about. I held her up. And Amy just had these scissors, and we just trimmed her tail to the, just get every little bit of dirt and shit, like just. And we, and then the next day, we probably spent fucking, I don't know. We went on a bit of a, um, we went on a bit of a, um, well, Amy went on a bit of a spend up for the hutch. She's got all new bedding hay, a new wooden tunnel. You, we were like, we're going fucking, we went overboard on Monday with like rabbit treats for the hutch. The hutch is like pimped out now, pimped out hutch, eating all the food out of my garden, which I'm usually like, oh, I don't know, that's good. We should be eating all that silver beet, Amy. Silver beet all week. I was ripping cold carrots out, but really bunnies like, what they really like is the tops. Couldn't really give a fuck about the carrot itself, the root. All oh, about so the, the tops. Oh, oh the tops. But are, they'll wreck the carrots just to eat the tops. Oh, they'll thing. just eat the tops. Yeah, they could. But anyway, so that's there. Yeah, that's that. But Saffron, uh, we we brought her inside on the Sunday night too. After we'd cleaned her up, let her hop around. But she was just like, "What the fuck is this place?" She'd never been in the in the tiny. But put yeah. in with the cats. Well, we were. That's my plan. But 
we 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 did let Coco come out to have a sniff, and they went nose to nose. But then it's not actually ironically, it's not the um, cats we're worried about. It's the bunny with um, the big back legs and claws. Like they got massive claws, and they got really powerful back thumpers. So we let we tried to well we introduced well they've met before, but. Like, not, like, without barriers or, like, a cage or something. So Coco come out and... Coco's about as fucking mellow as a cat could be. And uh, they sniffed, and then Saffron the bunny got the shits, and then she run to the other side of the room, and then she's like... They thump. And that's the international rabbit um, symbol for... I'm fucking... I'm gonna... Someone's gonna get the back thumpers in a minute if you don't get this fucking predator with its eyes on the front out of my fucking life, because I've got side eyes, and side-eyed things don't like front-eyed things. No. So we kind of, at that point, we were kind of like, okay, okay, let's, that's, that's integration done for the day, but because our life's got in the way to be busy all week, uh, we haven't really done much more feline, uh, ro- are they rodents? Are bunnies rodents? I thought they were, but yeah. I nah. We haven't know. done anyway. We haven't done much female, a uh, female, feline bunny integration since then. But uh, we're well. I'm sending Eva out to spend a bit more time with Saffron because it must be. I mean, it, it must be weird having a companion for seven and a half years living together in a flat, doing everything together, and then one of them gets one the of vaccine them, and dies. Yeah, pretty much. So that's that. Um, that was unfortunate. That th- and you know what? That's actually my first actual pet I've lost. That's been a. I think. I mean, some girlfriend might have bought me a goldfish back in the day. <laughs> I think one did. Have you had fish before? I think a, a girlfriend <laughs> bought me. This is one of the girlfriends. I went out with this chick, and I can't even remember her name, but she was really nice. This is in Christchurch. She was a Christchurch girl. And for Valentine's Day, she bought me a fucking goldfish and a, obviously a bowl and the whole setup. And, you know, I think she went to university and it just kind of fizzled out. Can't remember her name. Nice girl. Anyway, uh, we won't count that goldfish <laughs> as uh, because, you know, that's, you know, this was the first real proper pet we've had since baby to uh, death. So, so the, are they the two, Saffron and Sapphire? Yeah. Are they the OG bunnies that you guys... They're the OG bunnies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, seven and a half years old, which by all accounts, this wasn't like, obviously Sapphire died from fly strike, but they are on the, that's kind of the pointy end of how long they, the rough approximation of how long a, a bunny will live outside, a pet bunny. Yeah. Seven, eight years apparently. By all accounts, the bunny nerds would say that, though, if you have an indoor bunny, it can be up to a dozen years, 12 years. So, I don't know. But it's just... Are you going to replace her? No, Amy. Amy's not interested. Um, in fact, as far as I'm aware, all of the animals are, like... On the back burner. Like, if they go... They go, it. and Amy's got... She's like, the bunnies, the cats, everything. No more. And I'm like, what about my... What about the... The dog? I want a dog one day. You get a dog after the rest of them die. Yeah. 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 So that's the long-term plan. But yeah. Animals, sa- like, they're no joke. Like, they, they take up a lot oh, of your mate. fucking time. And even the mortality, like you say, they are no joke because the mortality side of it, 
all Sunday, I'm just thinking about mortality, Mo- every human yeah. mortality. Yeah. And I, and what are I, we doing here? I said to Amy, "What is going to happen when that? Like, the bunny dying on Sunday night. Once Amy had sort of dealt with it a bit, and I could talk about things, and we not laugh about it, but talk about it. I was like, man, what's going to happen when Coco or Lulu dies? It's going to be, it's it's it. I I yeah, it's like times. I don't know, times it, 10? It, it would be times 10, yeah. Because yeah. they live, you know, it was like saying with a dog, kind of. No, maybe not so much, but kind of. Like cat people are cat people, right? Although I don't really classify myself as a cat person, but I love cats and dogs, so I'm a cat dog person. Yeah, I, I think it's the same. I think people would feel the yeah, same. Yeah, it's pretty much because they are with you cats. Like, yeah, cats don't give a fuck, sort of, but when you live with them permanently, they do. Like, Especially Coco, she does things. She she likes hanging out. They like, when we're all in the lounge, they come in the lounge and they sit beside you. And if you go to the room, they'll come up and sit in the room. Yeah. So yeah, and, and you've and lost a companion. You do that for twelve to fucking twenty or however long. Cats fifteen years maybe. Even that's yeah. So that that had me thinking the old you know the old you get up on a Sunday to go and paint a few scootings and. Fucking twelve hours later, you're um, standing over a fucking grave with a cross, uh, saying, "Oh well, R.I.P. Sapphire." That's that. Pretty fucked, but um, yeah. Anyway, um, now moving right along. Moving right along. <laughs> Sorry to go down the morbid route, but hey, that's just that's life and death, isn't it, Tim? Yeah. Uh, she, so maybe Sapphire's she's surfing the astral plane right now. Oh, know? she, her and Henry, fucking oh. just. Getting on like a house oh, on yeah. fire. <laughs> I should have told her. Like, just keep an eye out for fucking Kisso. Yeah. I actually, um, I didn't have it on the show notes, but if anyone was interested, and I know most people aren't, we weren't really doing it justice last week. We don't know as much about. We just know that Henry Kissinger, for most Westerners, and actually more so non-Westerners, is just viewed as a bit of a. I mean, throwing the war criminal round thing, the war criminal thing around is probably you know. Some people don't like that, but you know, he had a hand in killing maybe hundreds of thousands or millions of people. But we couldn't, we didn't go, we don't have the background on it. But what I would recommend, if anyone, which in our in our um, in our uh, pool of listeners, if we can call them that, maybe 150, 200 people, maybe there'll be one. <laughs> but that one, if I'm talking directly to you now, one. Uh, the Duran, D-U-R-A-E, in the Duran podcast, they did a, uh, yeah, you'll see it, it's just called Henry Kissinger, Preserving Empire and Power. So, uh, Alexander Mercurius, who's one of the guys on the Duran, he is a, he is a, he's not a armchair historian, he's a historian. Real, real. He's yeah. a real historian. Yeah. So he will talk you through the life and times of Henry Kissinger, and it was fucking interesting. And long story short, a self-serving psychopath. My words, not Alexander Mercurius's, but yeah, a um, yeah, a s- very self-serving, uh, very manipulative, very charming, and I think all those things. Uh, that's a trinity. They go hand in hand, right? Yeah. You can't be self-serving and um, without being like people say. Be there's the classic tale of all those people. You can't be um, an autistic oddball. You you have to be like people around you, and they're like, "Wow, that guy is." You know, not to say autistic oddballs aren't 
impressive in their own little way or um, whatever. But this guy, they say, had like he had charm. Yeah. To the point where, with say for, with Richard Nick, President Nixon, you know he's he would um, be complimenting him to his face, how good he is, blah blah blah. He, he would apparently he's known for basically being a uh, uh, um, what do you call someone like that? Uh, um, like he'd tongue your ass. You know, he's you know, very complimentary. There's words for it in New Zealand because we're such a tall poppy nation. If you're kind of like that, people are like, oh, he's a bit of a, you know, whatever. Ass tonger. But then apparently um, Kissinger would then go to some people on the other side of the aisle and go, oh, yeah, man, Nixon is a total fucking idiot. He, you know, blah, 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 blah. So he was really good at that for a few days couple of decades but then then by the time uh, he tried to get back in on the reagan uh presidency which is like early mid 80s and by that point apparently like the u.s deep state apparatus for the most part knew that kissinger was like a bit of a two-faced double dealer so you can only play that game but that's essentially you know you get found out after a while you get found out after a while but like yeah he he had a hundred years of basically being for the most part like that but apparently in china and russia viewed as a fucking outstanding uh at least diplomat slash sort of deal maker because he essentially helped open up china to the west the west yeah and then that's these guys on the durand they aren't like tinfoil hat but i think if you wanted to just slip your little tinfoil hat on for a minute you could make the case that, you know, because um, these guys are just strictly talking politics, whereas above that there'll be the, you know, you've got the whatever you want to say, Bilderberg, Trilateral Commission, WEF, all the groups, CFR, you know, Brian Callan's dad and all the lads. Um, you've got those groups who run the government, right? They are the, you know, and whoever's above them, I don't know, big reptilian insects or no i suppose that doesn't really work being a reptilian insect insectoid mantids and the reptilians <laughs> i'm semi-joking but maybe not but um regardless you gotta wonder if um you know was that just a political ploy by kissinger or is that some sort of plan that the globalists you know that was their playbook right was to open up china yeah th- there would have to be some benefit to the Yankee Doodles for doing that. And, and even above the Yankee yeah, Doodles. Yeah, sorry, to the, 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 to the, the, to the real globalists. Yeah, there has to be some could, reason. Wish we could do Alec, a good Alex Jones impression because that's really how you should say globalists. Globalists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, quickly back to Alex Jones, the clips I was sent covering that um, New Zealand whistleblower thing that we talked about when Andrea was on here. Man, that shit is crazy. And it's crazy that Sean Plunkett just fucking outright poo-poos it. There's something... There's, there's something there. There's something there. Otherwise, they, the, he wouldn't be in trouble. The, the fact that Ale, it's on Alex Jones and... I mean, that pretty much sums it up, really. Alex Jones and Russell Brand are covering it. And, of course, the New Zealand fucking lefty bankrolled media, corporate media is not surprise, surprise. So that pretty much sums the whole situation up. But back to Kisso. Yeah, uh, hey, uh, Kisso and, and Sapphire surfing the fucking astral plane... If they are... hope she gives him the, the big old back leg I hope to the she, head. I hope she gives him the thumper. Well, it's not even him. It's his little sphere. 
He's imagine he's a little ball. Well, they'll be the same size. Yeah. Well, Sapphire, I reckon, could, because he's got the burden of um, fucking. He might be tiny. He could be tiny. If tiny's even weighed down thing, by the yeah, the, all the burden of yeah. all the dead Laotians and Cambodians and uh, oh, East Timor was one of his things. You know, he was one of the major players in green lighting the Indonesian. Was it Sahado or Sakano? Tim, I'm going to go over to you. Ah, uh, Kano. I think it was actually. I think it might have been Sakano. They were the two uh, Indonesian dictators that were around post World War Two in Indonesia. Kissinger had a part to play in green lighting them. And and look, that fucking thing's still going. So we are still living with the ghosts of Kissinger. I mean, he's just one in a, in a bad bunch, right? But he is a bad. He was a bad. Yeah, bad and the man. reason you're talking about it is because he's dead. He's yeah, dead. No, he, he's he's in yeah. he's in the media. At but the that moment. East Timor thing still fucking going. Yeah, like we New Zealand lost We've troops there. Yeah, yeah, Aussie, and it's still a fucking shit show. And and part of it, I mean, obviously there's lots of moving parts, and it's not just the Western meddling, but. It seems like everything in the world is Western meddling and colonialism. And then it's Western people complaining about yeah, things like me, that right happen. Now. It's yeah. like, yeah, but if we didn't meddle, there wouldn't be an issue. Is that? Or, uh, or maybe if we didn't meddle, we wouldn't know about it. If we didn't meddle, if our ancestors didn't meddle in all this, we wouldn't be sitting here drinking flat whites. On a Friday at lunchtime. Yeah, Friday at lunchtime, talking into our microphones like anyone really, like we really have a valid opinion on anything. But hey, here man, we are. <laughs> man, I get... Sorry I get, we had to impress the world to get here. I but. get so torn on that shit. Like, like I say, I'll be listening to shit at night. I'll be watching something on YouTube and I'm just thinking... And we have talked about this heaps, but just how fucking stupid everything is. And at how least we're not sitting over a massive table with... Uh, with 20 grand's worth of podcasting gear. Yeah. Like that. that yeah, that, that brings me. Uh, we makes, are, yeah. This is happening on a, a gra- shoestring. I think budget. we're grounded a bit more than that. What um, made me. Talking about that, I listened to. And I actually had a clip, but I. Because I've been, I've been in Arthur's Pass this week. I've been in fucking. I've been all over the show. So I haven't had a chance to edit this little clip down. I recorded it off No Agenda. And it was them talking about how much. Why. Um, I think I recorded it last Sunday, the day the bunny died on Sunday, Bean. And it was uh, essentially Adam ta- and, and um, John talking about Patreon, yeah, and how um, they were just writing it off. How how much it sucks that people make up these tears and there's the shit that everyone else can't listen to. And I was going to play it just so we could laugh about it. I, I think it's funny as well. It's funny, but also I'd also say to Adam and and John, it's easy enough for them to say, yeah, like they've got like fucking between them probably about. 80 to 100 years of media experience and massive technical know-how about how to build. Like that, that If they were starting today yeah. and the, this was the option to, to maybe make a little bit more money and help them out to you know to boost their platform and get bigger. Yeah. They would probably they would probably have to use it. Yeah. It's not, mean, you know they they were lucky that well he's lucky that they were clearly established by the time any of this funding shit come around crowdfunding stuff and they worked it out themselves yeah. with obviously value for value. I I thought to myself in a way that it is like even though like we kind of undercut our to a, oh, in my mind and probably in yours too maybe but we we don't put that much out for the payers 
and the payers don't seem to care. So it is, they are just paying because it's the only way they can do anything to show they value us. Yeah. And they're not, so that's how I, but I was just going to play the clip, but even, like I say, I haven't edited it, so it could be a minute of shit before it, so I won't bother playing it. But I just wanted to play it just so we can laugh at how, just laugh at ourselves. But also I would say, yeah, like, you know, I don't know how many people that listen to us listen to No Agenda, probably a few, but... You know, we th- their infrastructure. Even though they they downplay it, it's you. It's it's a lot of it's they've it's a they've built a huge thing, yeah. And they just make it like it's no big deal. But really, to do what they do, fuck man, I would have to quit work and become like a sound engineer, uh, uh, IT maybe not quite expert, but super proficient at IT. Have servers, sound engineering. It's just. It's, and then, then there's the fucking, time. Think about the time exactly. of interacting with all those people. Yeah, man, they got emails. They got to do all the donations. But they're not getting fucking donations. Like I don't like I say, I don't know how many people listen to them. But fuck, man, they some people donate. They're getting multiple thousand dollar and plus donations twice a week, and then all the hundreds and tens and fifties. So they are. Think of all the small donations that, oh, don't, yeah. that don't get named. And good on them. That, that is, as they say, sort of tongue in cheek, but sort of seriously, it's the best podcast in the universe. And they deserve every dollar they get. But yeah, that, as I'd say, they, they, they've built it, blah, 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 blah. But I'd like to. Yeah. I feel like they're. It's not, easy for them to fucking say. Yeah, I know. Like, but I feel like when they say stuff like that, they're not mocking us, they're mocking. Famous yeah, comedians true, true. already yeah, yeah. who have these big Patreons. Yeah, um, yeah like Tim Dillon. Yeah. yeah like, it's funny you say that because I was listening to um, Sam Tripoli the other day and he was talking about something that I've noticed, which is, and I think it's just it's just a trend thing. He was talking about, and I don't see, I don't know the numbers. I just pick up, as Dennis Junior would say from the famous Australian masterpiece, The Castle, it's a vibe you're on it. It's just a vibe. The vibe I got was... I'm fucking, like, we joke about, and people that listen to this send me videos. Anytime there's a a, a, a comedy skit by some unknown, usually people, because obviously the, the bigwigs we, I don't like, like Andrew Schultz and all the bigwigs, and all the millionaires interviewing millionaires, it's become a bit of a trope. It's not just us, obviously. We're not the only people coming up with these, the seeing these trends. But people send me things of other people doing skits about, Oh, this week on fucking a millionaire interviewing a billionaire. But back to Sam Tripoli, he was talking about how apparently, according to him, the numbers aren't that great for a lot of these comedians. People are just sick of it. And actually, that I, I feel like they're like, I can't, I couldn't be fucked. Every time, like, I'm pretty much across the board now, I will not listen to any comedian. I'm fucking done with them. If they want to make me laugh, I'll give them a chance. But pretty much, the uh, I listened to Tim Dillon have, had Abby Martin on. So I listened to that. Knowing that, knowing what I was going to get. Yeah. You yep. know, I, I couldn't, like I say, I couldn't get through Noah Tishby, the Israeli pro-Israeli chick. And they kind of took the piss out of her. Uh, and they probably took the piss out of Abby Martin on the other one. But that was that was the first time I listened to Tim Dillon in a long time. But as for the rest of them, man... But yeah, according to Sam Tripoli, he was saying, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of it, the ass has fallen out of it, because it's oversaturated. Like it how, is. How, how many times do we need to hear a comedian talk about 
their process yeah. oh. um, about us being c- civilians and that we wouldn't understand. And yeah, the yeah. amount of times I hear, oh, no, this is just like comedians are a different breed. Oh, they they rip on it. You know, we rip on each other like, you know, like normal people wouldn't sort of thing. Like, this is just yeah. men. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just like, this yeah. is how men, <laughs> men say the most horrible <laughs> shit to each other. It's also yanks. Yeah. like yeah. The, yank, yank comedians are... The worst, yeah, <laughs> they are. They just they, they think for some reason that they're, they're, they're special and yeah, well, that they do shit that other people don't. Well, that like, on the, uh, that's not all Americans, but no, 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 no. They, they, Americans are general. No, com- comedian. Well, they, they I'm are, talking about comedian. Yes. They are phone finger number one. Too. They are. Yeah, they are phone yeah. finger number one. I'm like, and I just think about growing up and the way you interacted with your friends and yep. everything. It's like, man, we were ruthless to each other, and they yeah. they think I that, still have. I mean, I I. I a lot of different my friend groups is still pockets who will just, you know, yeah, and that's I love it. I mean, yeah. I won't see someone for years, and you know, it's like, oh look at this faggot turn up, and like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I want to be greeted. It's it's it's, mo- it's mostly done with nicknames that stick that yeah. are typically uncomplimentary, uncompl- and they just stick, and we can all laugh about it, and no one gets their panties in a bunch, and it's not exclusive to fucking comedians. But yeah, so I so there's that. There is there is a bit of a, um, and I think maybe um, with us. You know, one episode a week of us, Tim, we're not oversaturating it and we're not having on, um, we're not, yeah, people, most people can relate to us because, you know, um, we, you and I still, most days, go and have to fucking um, ply our trades. So what we're talking about stuff, we talk about stuff that people have to do all day every yeah, day. Yeah, like bury your bunny um, and... <laughs> Fucking drive around the countryside, spending hours and hours making other people's things look nice. I mean, while they're driving around or they're going to work to earn money to make, you know, to pay you to make their shit look nice. Which is nice. great. But I mean, there's no, like I said, it's been a pet peeve of mine. There's only, we've never really had millionaires talking to millionaires at the level. That there is, there's never been anything like it, and it was cute. It was cute for a few years, but I think we're done with it now. Yeah, like it, I look at because I I actually listened to a few Rogans this week. I couldn't find one. I, well, I, I listened to um. Do you listen to Grushy? I, no, fuck. I Man, can't, Grush I can't is listen painful. To that shit. No, I listen to Dave Smith. I oh, I fuck with yeah, Dave Smith because yeah. he's not just a comedian. No, 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 and he's actually get, a, and he's yeah. on there to give his political views. Essentially, I actually haven't listened to the last one. So obviously, he talks about the Middle East a bit. Yeah, not you know, yeah, yeah, not it's, the whole show. No, yeah. not the whole show. So it is really good. Um, but then I dipped into just there were a couple of comedians. I listened to five minutes. What about us? Uh, uh, what about Stevie? Yeah, I listened to. I, mean, I, I listened to half an hour. He of has an ex- I haven't overexposed myself to him. Yeah, but instead of listening to the Rogan I be- that he's on, what is his name? Stavros. Yeah, uh, he's a Greek dude, yeah. a little fat dude. Listen to his comedy. See, he's got a new Netflix special out. Yeah, so I might just watch that. Yeah, right. That's the best option. But okay, and who else? So Stevie um, there's, and there's Dave, the, the two two chick um, comedians. Oh, yeah. See, the fuck it, like are they? I just. I don't want to sound like a fucking, but is it drivel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I look, I, I love a bit of, I love talking shit with you and anyone I meet today. But I don't want to be exclusively listening to fucking like LA scene drivel. Yeah. That's I would rather fucking listen to the wind blowing, 
outside or I'd rather listen to the nail gun going off to two rooms down or the or the plumber fucking getting the grinder out and cutting a fucking PVC pipe. Or the sparkies just making mess everywhere. I can hear it. Don't even get started on them. Um, okay, yeah, so, so, you so listen the, yeah, I listened to a few. And you, listen, you didn't get through the whole thing, though. No, fuck okay. no, no. Not I couldn't even get close to it. Yeah. Um, and it Painful. just it just sort of reinforced uh, what I've sort of liked listening to. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm I am done. I'm done with, like you said, millionaires interviews. Oh, so you're millionaires. not going to watch a Chris Williamson interview Jordan Peterson, Tim? No, that'll be a what hard about, no. What about watching Chris Williamson interview? Eric Weinstein. No, I don't uh, really care oh, what those One guys thing have that to I say. had to fucking laugh when David Grush name dropped Eric Weinstein as my, I fuck. Imagine this. He said he was talking to Joe. Like, there's just no need for this. He, David Grush, whistleblow, uh, propaganda piece of the deep state. David Grush, who never actually says anything. Who never says anything. He, he's he's like just like Jeremy Corbell, the masters of saying nothing whilst talking for three hours. Anywho. He fucking says to Joe, my friend, Eric Weinstein, or Steen, or uh, Eric Weinstein, and then goes on to talk about how smart Eric Weinstein is. It's funny because, you know, the Cliff High guy I'm constantly referencing? Yeah. He's like, look, those guys are, he's like, uh, Cliff High, who is, even if he's wrong about 50, 60, 70% of things, and I don't know who's right or who's wrong, because I'm too stupid to understand anything Anyone says, but I go on vibe. Cliff High is a cool old dude who's done like, he's like, you used to do mad. And this isn't, you don't have to be like this, but it helps for me personally. When you get like Terrence McKenna's and Cliff High's and all that, when they spent their 20s and 30s doing like the amount of fucking mushrooms and acid and ayahuasca that even, well, not even, I would never personally do, especially at my old age now. But never did it back in the day. I essentially was like dabbling around the fringes with a bit of cardboard and a few... Mu- but these guys went fucking to the... Like, I'll listen to Cliff White talking... I sent you that one the other day. Yeah. Him talking to my two guys. I did. I just found it... Because I was bored. Oh, well, I wasn't bored. I was, I, I was furiously painting in fucking um, Arthur's Pass the other night. And I just ran out of podcasts. So I scrolled down and down Cliff High on YouTube. And I found Richard Dolan and Cliff High. And they barely talk about UFOs, but Cliff High's telling Richard Dolan all about the times he went into the spirit realm with all the machine elves and all his experiences. And it's just like, man, I can listen to that shit all night. Yeah. Because he's not flexing. But you put Eric Weinstein on, and in two minutes, I'm like, this is the most fucking boring quantum physical fucking bullshit. And Joe, I don't know... This this whole industry of shit, it's like the fact, like I say, I've, you know, I don't want to go on about it, but Cliff High and Dolan and that, they they, they don't get anywhere near Rogan. There's a gatekeeper. There's obviously gatekeepers because Cliff High is very well known in the woo-woo cookie space. Like I think the gatekeepers are people's brains. You reckon? Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm telling you, David... Like you're, talking David to, you're talking about the guys who don't know how to read a sign and walk in the right door and walk out the right door. They love David Grush and Jeremy Corbell as for UFO dis- UAP UFO disclosure. But I'm telling you, those aren't the best dudes. In fact, they're the worst guys. This is as bad as it gets. But anyway, um, like you hear Cliff Hyde talk about Eric Weinstein, and he's just like, this guy's an idiot. Like, th- he's like, this... this all of this scientific mumbo jumbo is so lost its way. 
Like, it lost its way. I, I mean, Cliff High is not buying Einstein. He's like, it went, it's all gone the wrong way. Like, he's saying that back in the, you know, Tesla, Nikola Tesla, and way, way back in the day, shit was way more on the tracks. And, like, they were trying, striving for, like, the crazy shit. And it's just been railroaded and railroaded. And now it's in the universities with the big think tank military industrial complex funding. And it's all gobbledygook now. No one understands it. And I think society is reflective of that. So I'm with Cliff High on Weinstein and all those dudes. But why? It's a vibe. But hey, what else is there, Tim? It's it's all vibrations, right? Everything's vibrating. And my vibration is... Eric Weinstein and all those dudes and the the whole sphere—they're all fucking full of shit. And that and people can say, oh, extrapolate out, John. I'll be like, trust, uh, trust your gut, mate. Yeah, trust your fucking gut. And that's my gut. Anyway, I always talk about this boring shit. So let's—I'll change topic quickly. <laughs> um, now, so the uh, friends who oh, I was renovating their house, or I am still currently helping them renovate their house, but they're—they're they're, they're kitchen. They're getting the kitchen in today, I think. But that that was where uh, that was where I had the encounter with the biblical crazy zealot builder, right? So I was at their house this earlier this week, and the friend, one of the friends, was like, oh, "Hey Joel, we've got a, a, one of our clients, an old lady client of ours, and she wants to come. She's coming to bless the house today, and she's this little old Malaysian lady, and she's real cool." And I was like, fuck, can she bless me? And they're like, she'll bless you. So she's like, I'm going to pick her up and we'll be back soon. So she comes back with this little old Malaysian lady. And like, this lady was, man, she come in and you know people that you just, they, like, I'm talking opposite polarity from the crazy zealot. Like something's happened to that crazy zealot, dude. He needs, he, he needed hugs 50 years ago and some time spent on him. This lady comes in and they introduce me to her and instantly I'm like, oh, this is one of those fucking shite, br- sh- uh, shite, bright, shiny, lovely ladies. And she's like, oh, hello, Joel. Nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, this lady's cool. And then she gets the fucking oil out to bless the place. And friend says, oh, Joel wants blessed. And she's like, she puts her hand on my heart and she says this, not even religious shit. She's like, I wish you have a, um, you know, a prosperous, because look, these motherfuckers know what's up. They're not prosperous as much as we fucking moan and groan about working and shit. Being prosperous is a good chunk of it, right? So she wishes wishes me uh, and the family prosperity and then just say some nice shit. And she went around the house and blessed some more doorways and shit. And, I, and, and I'm like, I'm all for this. Like, this lady makes makes everyone feel good. And everyone's laughing. Everyone's having fun. She makes it fun, right? And when they took her home after a cup of tea and a bit of Christmas cake, which was just perfect, I said to friend, and then you'll laugh at this, I was like, you know the oracle in the Matrix? She's like, I've got to tell you something. This is a side story. She's like, a side story of the side story. She's like, I've got to tell you something. I'm like, she's like, I, this is a friend. I've never seen The Matrix. And I'm like, that's not here nor there. That's fine. But when you, when you, if, if or when you eventually watch The Matrix, there's a character called the Oracle. And she's this old sort of African-American. If you, so you remember the Oracle? Yeah. Yeah. 
So she's this old African-American lady that Neo goes to see and all the gifted people that are out of the Matrix are going to see the Oracle to assess their, if they are the one. And she makes cookies and Neo has one and she drops all this cryptic shit on him. Now, I'm not saying that lady, this lady was, you know, like she obviously wasn't dropping cryptic shit, but she just reminded me of the Oracle from the Matrix. It's so fucking crazy and I heard them talking to the Oracle, the Canterbury Oracle, about old mate that was doing the bathroom. And she was just like, oh, no, 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 no. He does not get to tell anyone how anyone, like, and this lady is deeply religious. And she comes in and, you know, she's even like, oh, when she walked into their house with the reno done, a lot of it done from what it was, she was like, oh, my God. Oh my god, this and I'm like, cool. This lady's not one of these fucking religios who's oh you can't say this and you can't say that and Lord's name in vain and all that bullshit. She was like, Oh my god, looks great. And I'm like, oh cool, this lady's fucking already a, but anyway, she was writing off old mate. Not writing him off, but just saying, No, that's that's not the way No way to be. That's not not the way. You don't get to fucking say you're a depraved individual that's gonna burn in hell and so all the Palestinian and any whatever babies that it's like, and there are people that really, and I get that sentiment that that is the, that is one of the underlying things of, um, at least, um, Christianity is is there is that sin factor, and I've heard people explain why that's a good thing to have there. But being an un, as as the fucking biblical builder told me, as an uninitiated dummy who doesn't understand anything, I don't buy that wholesale, and I probably never will because. I, you know, um, and, and funny that ties into the, the uh, talking about Sam Tripoli, he had a guy on uh, episode 730, Christian Mysticism with Ike Baker, and they talk all about the, um, that whole, just Christianity, and how like the Old Testament, how there's this, there's this fucking, there's that uh, old God who's just a real fucking psycho. Like, he's like psychopathic shit. And, but then there's this, seems like there's this even higher one that's like the high, high, high one. It's like, well, he can't just keep muddling it up. It's like, I think we just fucking go, there's just got to be one, there's just got to be one at the, that of the top of all the turtles all the way down top of everything right there. Let's just make it easy for everyone to just say there's one. It's like a creator of, I don't know, it's the architect. I don't know what it is. That's probably what the Freemasons say. I think they have an architect, and that's what there is in the Matrix, right? There's the architect in the Matrix. But what, regardless, if you're in a sect that has like, oh, there's the architect, but also there's this fucking real malicious asshole god. It's like what? That's probably a fucking. According to Cliff High, that's probably some fucking. Um, that's probably a remnant of like some fucking Anunnaki space aliens coming down and like being treating humans like shit and sort of genetically modifying them and treating them like crap. They're probably worshipping that. Do you think that's where those stories come from? That's what Cliff High's whole, back to Cliff and back away from the lovely Oracle lady. Cliff High's premise is Judah, the Torah, Judaism and West and all the, all the religions. And I, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks because these aren't my thoughts and I don't care. Regardless, and Cliff Ice certainly doesn't care. His whole gist is all of it is worshipping um, space aliens. All of it. The whole thing, basically. And he's like, they're not very nice. 
They weren't very nice. They didn't treat people very well. They fucked with the um, they fucked with the genes, and, and and it wasn't the first time. But the latest lot are the lot that everyone you know. It's all the shit you see, all the tall things carrying the weird bags, and, yeah, yep. and all the weird shit, and uh, the Elohim, and all these the watches, and all these things that are in all the biblical texts. Cliff I saying all these fucking the Jews and the Christians they're all they, they don't know what they're worshipping. And I know that might sound like Cliff High is um high. Yeah, going <laughs> over and above like here and but you have to listen and some people probably couldn't be bothered, but you have to listen to him to understand that he is not um he's not being a douche about it. He's spinning yarns and I could listen to it all day, even if it's mostly bullshit, but not saying it is. But he's like, yeah, man, all these religions are tripping, man. They are worshipping fucking space aliens who treated them like crap. And the, the story's just gotten Chinese whispered. And then then the humans got involved. You know, you know, you can see what's happened. The humans have got involved. And all of a sudden, we're wearing gold fish hats. And we're sitting on gold thrones. And we've got all the good shit in the catacombs of the fucking Vatican. And people are what like, are we hiding that these shit are the people that know. It's like, no, they're not. These are like mass traumatized fucking who knows what has happened in the past and these people are not the these are oh, it's the, like the smoker it's like we're oppressing ourselves 100 percent. Yeah. yeah that's the whole the whole system is oppressing ourselves yeah um i see it in the in the in the homeschool land because there's quite a few um religios in the homeschool and a lot of them what I, I didn't really know this was a thing until the last few years until i've been exposed to these people but the amount of religios that are anti like um anything to do with what we perceive to be christmas like a tree and candy canes yep. and yep. oh whoopsie sorry everyone uh drop my phone uh, and and I, I was sitting at the front of the house today and eva's put some like outdoor candy canes and some of my pot plants outside and all that and i'm thinking i tell you what if any of these fucking fucking um, stick in the mud religious people come talking shit, because they do, they talk shit about like us celebrating it, like, and I just kind of kind of say to them, hey, look, not that this will probably happen, but I'm re I'm always ready because I'm always thinking about pointless shit in my head, having confrontations with people that will never happen, just so I'm ready. Just the old case. shower arguments. Oh mate, I <laughs> half of my life is shower arguments. Um, so I'm thinking, yeah, I just love to say to them, if if the opportunity arose, kind of see me politely, but not. Uh, look, you know. Hey, for us, it's just about getting together, eating some food, having fun, and if you guys can't deal with fucking candy canes and shit, let's fucking fucking get get over it, man. Like, just they, it's all just um yeah they they're yeah they're oppressing themselves. They can't just go you know yeah candy canes are fun. but there are like the oracle would be cool. The oracle would be like you celebrate it however you want. But a lot of these fucking religios, they just they're not having it. I've just been exposed to so many of them of late, eh? It, it seems it, that way. You're yeah. just getting it on all sides because then the alternative is the fucking. Then you've got the lefties, eh? Oh, and they're uh, lunatics too. Oh my! The, the, we're we're like, in a super fucking. It's 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 crazy out there. It's yeah, great those crazy atheists. Great content for us though. Which I used to be as a kid. Like well, I've been through it. Man, I was uh, I was so anti anything religious. Totally, I went through a massive. You know, I used to. Read Richard Dawkins yeah. and all sorts. But then when I realised that that group is just as dogmatic as, as all the other groups, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, I don't want to be involved in this no. at all. No, 100% not. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they both, like, they're both anti-psychedelics. 
Like you can't get the Dawkins to get on the mushies and you can't get the religios. No. It's like you they're not to say that the fucking mushrooms are the way out of anything. But then I But they, you can't just, you can't confidently talk about there. everything if you haven't done everything. No, exactly. Yeah. So th- that's why I just gravitate. Like, you know, we, uh, we don't talk about the same thing every week, but we kind of do. <laughs> we but, uh, <laughs> we but, do. Um, but yeah, man, the Oracle, the Oracle of Clarkville, mate. I love, she, me- I love meeting people like that. She just that had just this aura has, about yeah, her. Yeah. And that's what, that's what an aura is. And you hear all the hippy dippy people talk about aura and you're like, oh yeah, whatever. But when you meet someone like that, yeah. It, that's the way to describe it. Like they have an aura about them. She wasn't airy fairy. No, no, no. She, in fact, she was seventy five years old, and I said to friend once they took her home, I was like, man, not to say seventy five year olds there aren't lots of sharp seventy five year olds, but this lady was like, she was on point, yeah, and super polite, and you felt like, you know, like I mightn't be the best listener, obviously, and I might be loud and a bit brash, and that's just me. But this lady, and I might not make f- people feel like I'm listening. Maybe I do sometimes. Maybe I'm a good listener sometimes. But this lady just had this aura about her where when, when she was talking to you. Yeah, you listen. She was talking to you and you listen. And she, she and, co- you, and you felt she like. She made me feel like, oh, this lady's really nice. But I love it when, <laughs> I it, when it feels like people are actually talking to you and they haven't got a fucking yeah. phone and they haven't, they're not fucking, you know, their mind's not half somewhere else. And, totally. Yeah, present. Be, people being present. Just be present. Like that, that it fucking, makes such a fucking That difference. crazy biblical build of the week before, he had me fucking, for hours after he left, just like, what the fuck just happened? Whereas when this lady left, it was the to- it was the total opposite. I was like, I'd love to have, you know, I'd love for them to, I, I joked before they went and got her, I was like, fuck, because he was coming that day too to fix the shower door. Oh, he, imagine if those worlds collided. I was like, man, I hope for a holy war. <laughs> and friends laughed. They laughed. I was like, I was like oh, hopefully they cross paths. And they're like, no, I don't think old mate's coming until later. And I'm like, gosh, because she could have totally, um, she could, yeah, he could do with a fucking blessing. He needs more than a blessing. Um, what else do we have? Ah, I'm going to flag all that. Oh, God, that's all. That was shit. The, I wrote, when I, when I was away with work this week, I... Wrote massive um, geopolitical stuff that I'm not even gonna say. Boring. It was good at the time. It was good. Sorry if you want to hear that out there, but uh, on a lovely sunny Friday afternoon. Yeah, the last I, thing I, I can't do be is fucked. bring myself I think, down. I, th- I think we've talked about nonsense. enough uh, stuff. I have got a couple of other little things, and if you have, that's fine too. I'll get a go soon anyway. Um, do some extra work. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got I got lawns to mow and and garden beds to fill up with um, compost. But uh, there was one now. There was a YouTube video I watched the other day, and initially, uh, judging a book by its cover, I saw the guy who made it, and he's your classic sort of millennial with a ponytail, right? And there's a lot of them on YouTube. I will say this: some of them, the good ones, who have probably got yeah, they're they're, they're good at making it. They're good YouTubers. They make some sweet content. And I'll give them a chance, even though they're kind of like. Sometimes you can miss. Sometimes you can miss um, interpret them by looking at them, thinking the uh, clichéness. Yeah. You're like, oh, but this I'll guy, avoid that. there was this dude, and it might not be for everyone, but his name is Stephen and mm, and Antononi, Anton. Anyway, A N T O N I O N I. It's a bit of a bit of a mouthful. Anyway, he made this. This video just popped up on the YouTube algo. 
and it was 13 minutes long, which I'm like, okay, that's a good, as, as our brains are ruined by um, technology and we just get shittier and shittier um, uh, attention spans, 13 minutes is a good one for me now because, you know, back in the day it was all like three hours and then it got down to one and a half and then it got down to about 45 for me. Then it got to 30s and now I'm down to 13s. Not really, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. You can yeah. just... You can just watch that without even feeling like, ah, there's all these chores to do, but but 13 minutes is good. So the video's called, does anyone, and this is this is why it's all about the title, eh? It's all about the title. Does anyone else feel like everything has changed? It's like, I'm looking at that, and I'm in the thumb, whatever the thumbnail was, and I'm like clicking on that straight away, 13 minutes. And he kind of talks about, and basically it was like a, it was like a baby book club. It was a baby book club, and the books were, the three books that he talked about in this video were ones that, I've mentioned this book before, but it's on the list to buy, but I'm so slow at reading now, it's a joke, is that, you would have heard it, the book called The Fourth Turning, have you heard of that book? No. Okay, so The Fourth Turning is by two, some sort of science geeks, it's it's not that old, it might have been written in the last 20 years, maybe less, and they basically break... um, that they break like modern history, you know. Well, in the last, I don't know how many thousands of years they go back, but they break it into these um, eighty, roughly eighty-year brackets. And when they overlay it to the history we've had for hundreds and hundreds of years, it's like this: we're in this fucking cycle. And I believe it's called the fourth turning because we're in the fourth turning, and the fourth turning is where everything that's happening now, whatever that is, but we all know, this is the thing, we all know something's weird, Yep. but, and this guy's explaining it with three books that he read, and the first one that he said that would help to understand is the fourth turning. So it breaks, it's like a systematic way of showing how we go through these 80-year cycles, roughly, not to the year, but how every 20-year slot is about the same, and it's like it's it basically it's like four seasons, you know. You go, you know, you go spring, summer, autumn, winter, and then it just goes and it keeps going, so it's cyclical. So that was the first book, and then the second book was by I can't remember the name. It was his name was like he had like a Slavic name, the author, but that book was called How the World Really Works. And this is what surprised me about the dude making it, who seemed like a bit of a hipster. It was like, there's four things that the world runs on. It's like, fuck, I, I, should, I should have had this written down, but it's like ammonia, plastic, concrete, and was it steel? Probably is steel. There's like, obviously, yeah, he's, there's four main things, and that's how we live this way. And this so yeah so the book is and i'm going to buy all these three books and try to get through them how the world really works and it's all about surprisingly how the world really works and it's not what yeah it's like and he sort of started talking about your phone like this little black box like how things have gotten so complex like none of us know how any of this shit works right so this book is an attempt to sort of break it down for dummies but what surprised me about the dude who seemed like a hipster i miss miss um miss um attached that to him is he did this wee breakdown on that book about how much fossil fuel goes into it was like a, a kg of chicken a kg of something um what was it it was three types of food and you know what 
the chicken was the had the least amount of fuel used in producing whatever weight they set. Like it might have been a kg, for example. Everything else, all the shit that's as the alternative, like meat is bad. He's like, no, the, according to the, the numbers, but no one wants to know that everyone wants to, you know, everyone follows their gender and, you know, save the trees and the planet. The carbon footprint of beef, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, but he's like, yeah. no, chicken, out of the three things, and it was like, chicken was the only meat in this in these three food staples. And it was like, it, it was significantly, it used significantly less. And I was surprised coming from this dude who I was like, this guy's going to be a soy slurping, but he... Didn't turn it. He was just looking at the numbers. So that was the second book, and then the third book was that Ray. Dar- Have you heard of Ray Dalio? Yep. So his latest book is the Changing World Order, and that that goes into the economic side of it. Uh, you know, this is the thing. These books kind of sound like, um, and you might be similar. Like I love the crackpot shit, but I love to do the. You know, this is kind of like the other side of the of the train tracks, right? It's not necessarily following the corporate mainstream agenda, but it's the you know how you 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 know there's like the yeah you know, there's the Jared Diamond esque shit. There's a bit of there's I used to love Bill. Well, it's not that I don't love now. There's the Bill Bryson books. They're kind of a bit more nuts and bolts and yeah, without any woo woo. Yeah, without the woo because people get scared off by the woo and think it's all bullshit. Yeah. So these guys are good at explaining things around the world and how shit happens and why shit has happened. Yeah. But in a palatable way that most people could digest without yeah. going, ugh. Yeah, sort of. Because the uh, the alternative to that, I suppose, there probably are a few alternatives, but the, if the alternative is like uh, you're getting it from um, think tanks and uh, the corporate media, you're probably going to, like everyone, you can see, like as uh, Andrea mentioned, and as I noticed this morning, and I was thinking about on the way here, the amount of people wearing masks that I encountered today was massively uptick. And then Andrea mentioned it when she got here, uh, when she come in, and, and it, uh, it just goes to show how much, and the, the, the amount of like climate, how everyone thinks we're ruining it. Every- this is just, this is the alternative if you don't pick, uh, uh, like, you know, you've got to have a, a bit of a sniff around. you got to do a bit of hard, you got to do a bit of mahi, yay. Yeah. If you don't do the mahi intellectually, you're going to be fucking, you're going to be totally fucked. Because if you want to take the lazy way, and that's watching Talking Heads explain to you how the world works, you are fucked. You, you are honestly, so I think, uh, um, David Icke, Alex Jones, cross with these guys. It's a, it's a nice. It's a, always good been a mix. good mix for me. Yeah. I don't think there's enough talk about. You got to be able to go. Okay, these guys definitely have a point, right? I mean, it's not just a, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. Like, you know, they, they, they've they've got their part to play, and and a lot, the, the 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 people that want to tell you how to think, they will they will never. Yeah, they never want anyone to listen to them. So you have to ask yourself. Why don't they want you to listen to that? What I mean, if those guys are crackpots, why would you know? But so therein lies the the issue. But uh, yeah, that is um, that was a yeah. Like I say, that video it was bloody good. Um, if yeah, if you're looking for something to read and a quick watch, uh, that was the guy. Does anyone else feel like everything has changed? And yeah, we've talked about it ad nauseum about when it kind of did. What and was his name? His name is. Stephen with a PH and his surname is 
Antonioni, Antonioni, A-N-T-O-N, like Anton, I-O-N-I. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Um, now, just quickly on the, um, you know, um, I made a few, I had to whittle my Spotify playlist down, because I've been listening to this giant playlist I've got. Which is just too big, and it keeps. So I was like, "What I'm going to do? I just got so I got to delete some playlists, and I'm going to start making like mini playlists from the big playlist. Yep. I'm going to try and slightly genreize them. And I was going through. Um, I was going through. Excuse me. I was going through all the things, and, and I was making a kind of '90s-ish rocky one. And I, I come across. I was like, you know what? This this playlist needs a couple of tall songs. And I, so I, I, I remember I just pulled up Tool and I was like, okay, Tim, Tim likes uh, The Pot. And I listened to The Pot. I'm like, yeah, I'll put The Pot on. That was, that's a good one. I mean, there's lots of good Tool songs, obviously. But I got to this one. Um, it's funny how things overlay. That day was also, I was also listening to that Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli, the Christian mystic guy. Yeah. And they somehow were talking about, it was going all over the show as conspiracy-esque podcasts go. And they were talking about, um, and being a bit of a deep in the weeds conspiracy whack job that I am, this was a big, this was a big thing back in the day, and this ties into tall. This is this is all happening in Arthur's past. I'm all by myself all day painting and listening to podcasts, listening to music, and having my memory jogged. And this thing was the um, famous Art Bell frantic caller. Are you familiar with it? So. You remember? I, it? I think I think so. Like, I mean, if I heard it, I, th- I would have remembered so it. So there's a, it's called the Frantic Caller, and it's on the Art Bell show. If people aren't familiar with Art Bell, it's like this, it's like this AM radio show that is on it, was on at night in America, and it was just conspiracies and mysteries, UFOs, Bigfoot, all the yeah, and people would call in. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Like it's 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 kind of it's it's fa- it's 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 historic sort of talkback radio. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, universally sort of loved apart maybe by from the skeptic class who like i've always said my tagline is no fun at a party no one wants to be at a party with uh, a a scientific skeptical person they're just boring as fuck anyway um the frantic caller is from i believe it is on art bell show in 97 and it's been debunked and they claim he called back later and said it wasn't true but it's this um this guy who is obviously due to the name quite frantic on Art Bell set up basically uh, uh, Area Fifty One only. Just uh, uh, he had like uh, multiple phone numbers to call in, but this phone number was just for Area Fifty One use. Because in nineteen ninety seven, a lot of people weren't even that interested in this shit then. But that was this. I was in, I was even back in the day. It was Area Fifty One was that was when it was kind of coming to you know like. Probably the deep state was kind of done with it at that point, yep. and then they can let it go into like folklore. But '97 was probably right up there with the peak of it. So they had this guy ring in who was frantic, and he's talking about like um, the aliens. It's kind of like a Jacques Vallée way of looking at it. the aliens aren't physical, or they don't come from another place. They're interdimensional, and they've infiltrated the government. And he's all frantic, and it's kind of quite spooky. So I re-listened to that after hearing about on the Tinfoil Hat podcast, and I, I went into YouTube and I found the best version of it. You just type in the frantic caller, Coast to Coast AM. And it, I, you know what day it was on in 1997? 
Think of a day. Think of a think of a day that kind of stands out of all 365. 9-11. Yep. It was on 9-11-1997. And look, yeah, okay, it's here nor here nor there, but it's still funny that that was the date it was recorded. So I, I went back and I re-listened to it. And then I remembered, I was like, hold on a minute. Was someone on this podcast in the last year talking about how they don't like tall, having these weird, and it was a big thing in the 90s, having these sort of, the song will finish, and then there'll be like a two minutes of nothing, and then there'll be a secret track. Yeah. And someone was like, I don't really like them. And I was like, I don't mind them, because that's what one of these is. That reminded me, I was looking for tall songs, and I was listening to the podcast, so two totally different things. But then I remembered that on, I think it's on Anima. Was it on Anima? There's a, um, I believe it's, is it called Reflection? Basically, the last track on one of the Tool songs is Tool playing the full frantic caller clip. And they've overlaid it with static and all this, yep. like, musical feedback. And it, I remember listening to it when I was, uh, you know, when that album came out in the mid, well, it would have been the late 90s. Because the call was 97. And that album was probably around then, maybe 98. When was... Anima. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And it's funny because... And also on the Anima cover is Bill... Like Bill Hicks is on the Anima cover. He's he's on the insert, you know. So that was kind of where they were at that point. That's kind of where I still am, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming those guys still are too a little bit. Yeah, just hearing... Maynard talk it seems like he is he's been there and you kind of now he makes wine and I totally get that because you kind of you can only do so much but yeah I thought that was pretty um it's worth visiting eh? like um at the time it was yeah like that, that wasn't really that well like the the interdimensional and there are people that say interdimensional interdimensional that doesn't make any sense but we don't know what's going on right nothing makes sense but um no none of it makes sense <laughs> But, um, yeah, the frantic caller, if you want to listen to a weird, it's like five minutes, all in all. Like, the, the actual him talking is probably only two. Um, and there's a, it's like one of those things. There's a whole folklore behind it. But also it ties into Tool having it as a secret track. Um, the new playlists are going okay. It's kind of a mood thing. And I've just named them. They're just a number. I've made seven. So you're you if you're feeling one through seven, you just yeah, I'm in. feeling one through seven. Um, there's kind of like there's like nineties ish. It's even got a bit of rage. Yeah, it's got a rage against the machine. Uh, old rage, not the oldest rage. It's got like a, I don't know, off you know, Evil Empire. It's got Snake Charmer. You like Snake Charmer? Hmm. I, I think like Vietnam. I think most most of their music to me is it's not the best music I've ever heard. No, 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 no. But it's it's all pretty good. It's great. Um, it's great in the car if you wanna if you wanna scream and yell. Yeah. And crank it up. Perfect. It's great. Yeah. It's actually quite good. It's probably de-stressing on the way in from work. Yeah. Is to scream your lungs out singing, you know, just singing along with Zach screaming. Uh, and but there's a few different. Uh, the hip hop ones are the hardest because it's hard to. I'm trying to get a mix of like James Brown and like Al Green and a few bits and pieces like that uh, with some, you know, other hip hop. But I may have overdone the. I may have 
may I may have too too many sub playlists. Yep. Herein lies the problem of playlists. <laughs> I'm already feeling like I already like three playlists, and I'm feeling like four of them. I'm kind of like meh. So we'll see how we go with that. Um, right, that's it. We've got to wrap it. I've got to go. I've got one bread and circus, which isn't even bread and circus, but it was a post that was put up by a New Zealand. Uh, he's a it's, he's called Tav Lover. Have you seen Tav Lover? Uh, he makes New Zealand memes. Okay. So he did. He was doing a joked Spotify wrapped, and he did a TAB wrapped, and I had to fucking laugh. Did you see it? No. I posted know. it on our, on the John and Tim Show Instagram, but it's only on there for twenty four hours. Obviously, as a story, he put. He put uh, TAB wrapped 2023. You lost $5,452. <laughs> Biggest multi 32 leg. This is like my, this is, a, but it gets better. And a couple, I, a couple of people wrote a message back to me when they saw the story and thought, and they said, I thought of you when I saw this. <laughs> so biggest Biggest bet win, $83. <laughs> Best bets placed, 284. <laughs> bets won, nine. <laughs> Top two of losing bets. You spent 3,800 minutes watching Russian table tennis. Now, it's like there's nothing you're under the sun, Tim, because I've talked about the Russian yeah. table tennis a couple of years ago because it's a weird thing. I think Cozzy texted me about it and he laughed. He's like, I thought of you. And I was like, yeah. The issue with the Russian table tennis is it's 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 quick, man. You you know, because what what are you gonna do? You're gonna are you gonna bet over multis that go over days? Or are you just like fuck it? Or the, the multi week baseball yeah, fucking game? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Russian table tennis, you just gotta get a feel for the names <laughs> and you gotta go, he's Pretty good most of the time. I'm going to run with him, and that fucking game is over in ten minutes, right? So it's a it's a vicious circle, uh, definitely. But hey, um, it could be worse. I could uh, it could be on the ciggies. It could be worse, Tim. Yeah. What do you reckon? I'm better. What do you reckon you're better on? I know it's a, a binary, but what do you reckon you're better? It's a, hard, it's a hard one, eh? Yeah. No, I think gambling. You reckon's worse? No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It depends, eh? Like, you yeah. can't... You, the thing is, you can't spend $10,000 a week on ciggies, though, right? I suppose that's... The upside of ciggies is you can only smoke so many ciggies a day. Yeah. But the physical harm is obviously immensely worth... No physical harm gambling, but mental harm, massive. <laughs> yeah, and you can... Massive mental harm. It's you, potentially... Yeah, you, and you can affect uh, more, families and more yeah, people true. if you... Smoking is long-term, you'll affect them. Because yep. you'll, you'll, you'll... You could... You might not. But you might die ten years before your time. You might die five. You might die one year. But you're still. But, but and, and as, and it's as not good for us or, to and as good as, about as it, but, or bad you um, perceive both of those things. Yeah. Anyone should be allowed to partake. Yeah, totally. Like we shouldn't be restricting any of this shit. No, no, no. It should be. Um, it, it's up to me to. Um, and I do rein myself in a lot at the moment. It just sucks because, yeah, it's it's. I don't enjoy at the moment. It's a bit boring because we've got. That my two bread bread and butter things are not on. Yeah. So it just loses a bit of its shine this time of the year because there's no MLB and there's no NRL. Nah, but uh, and all, oh, last uh, last thing, uh, Capewell signed for three years for the Waz. Up the Waz. Up the Waz. Uh, oh, and also uh, quickly that we've we I think I we might be able to do it, but we. I think we actually, uh, and this isn't usually the guy's way of doing it, but I might actually have to plan the Warriors thing. Yeah. Because I tell you what, man, I'm getting bukkakeed with. Um, we want to go. I yeah, go. man, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm honestly, without an exaggeration, 
I reckon at this point we're going to need like a block of 50. Fucking yeah. No shit, man. By the time that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, and then those guys all bring one or two, it's fucking like 50 people. I didn't even, can you buy 50, a block don't of 50? Don't know. This is the fucking thing. And I don't want to, I'm saying yes to, I'm, I mean, I'm, of course I'm not saying, there's no hierarchy. I'm like, yeah, bro, yeah, bro, yeah, bro. And all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, where are we all going to fucking sit? So it might just be, we'll all go and go to the pub before it. And then we might all be throwing things at each other from different sections. I yeah. don't know. Well, but anyway, we will sort it out. But if, hey, if someone wants to be a male admin, which is very rare, but if someone wa- wants to stick their hand up and go, uh, all pay it into my account and I'll deal with it, fuck by all means, sing out. Yeah. Because I'm just like, otherwise, if we don't do that, I could uh, farm it out to Amy. But then everyone, everyone expect emails from Amy, and she'll be telling you to pay into this account, and she'll be way, she'll be way better at it than I would be. But there's that, um, so we'll have to work on that. Uh, but for now, we've got to go. Tim's got to go and make some dough, and I've got to go and cut some grass. Uh, R.I.P. Sapphire, and uh, we love you all. Dasvidanya. Good afternoon. afternoon, and Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. Boo. <laughs>